form. This entire podcast is shit and does not compute. Not only was there a 4.0.4, error, nothing of worth or merit will be found here. Go away. uh, Oh my god, we got numbers. Oh my god, it's error 404. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we're having a 404 error at the Cleveland Moto podcast. Uh, And that's the smell of liquor, 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 but get consent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm pulling a nick and I'm actually. You are. Nicking the I'm shit out of I'm nicking the of this yeah. White Claw mango flavored. So Ooh. here's to you, Nick. It, yeah. <laughs> just, just don't drink seven Wait, of them. Just don't heave on, on, on line, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll pinky it. How do they smell coming back? Uh, so to his left. Oscar. And to his left. Steve Sleepy. And to his left. Dan Kropke. And to his left. Johnny Mac. And to his left. Steve Hoffert. And your humble narrator, Phil Waters. We've covered that. Awesome. You know, I just realized when I used to fuck up Dan's name, it's because of how he says it. Oh. He says Krompke. Oh. And I always thought there was a P in there when you say it. Like oh, you add oh, a Krompke. Krompke. I know, but, it, but somehow there's a P in there when I first Oh. All right. There's not. There's not. All it's right. a silent P. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Daniel <laughs> Krompus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like to all say right. there's no P in Kropke, but we all know that's not true. There's a, <laughs> there's a P in Krampus, though. <laughs> exactly. Krampus. An officer Kropke. Kropke. And that's mm. the voice. I, yeah. That's my, my thing lately is I'm like, you know, oh, I'll talk to a customer. I'll be like, yeah, and when Officer when Officer Kropke pulls you over, and I mean to be saying Officer Kropke, but I'm, I'm just I'm throwing Dan right. under the bus for no apparent reason. <laughs> So, what does a uh, mm-hmm. deaf gynecologist do? Oh shit, we're doing a reverse. He okay. reads lips. Hey, oh, oh, oh wow, yeah. So wow. we're doing it in reverse, Oscar. Yeah. I didn't want yeah. to forget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least you didn't print it out and actually read it on paper. So yeah. that's great. Oh, Shots that's fired. Cool. Shots fired indeed. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, the reason for today's podcast. One of the things we're going to talk about in episode. 404. 404 error. Shit that doesn't work. Okay. Oh, that never happens. Everything's, shit, everything's fine. Shit that doesn't work. <laughs> now, some John, of the shit we're going to talk about. I know John doesn't work. <laughs> oh, ouch. ouch. What are you so, talking about? I'm running the plant right now. Right, exactly. I'm on the clock, motherfucker. I'm on duty. So, oh, and Smith, <laughs> Smith isn't here to defend his, his worthless penis. So uh, oh, man. Okay. So, first oh, thing John's a good worker. that I'm we sorry. have to do is we have Correctly to acknowledge, acknowledge gifts and salutations. So in the middle of the table, you are going to find a bottle. A bottle. A bottle. So uh, anybody can grab that bottle and read the bottle. That would be great. Help us out. This was brought to us by a podcast listener. So this is the Cleveland uh, Distillery, I'm assuming. It is the Christmas spice-flavored bourbon whiskey. The city that gave rock its name. 86 proof. What's the picture on the... It's got the uh, terminal tower with a, a Christmas tree. And then some of the, then there's of like the jail, guitars. there's the jail, there's, right. there's the jail and, and a couple of guitars. Yeah. Like, you want me to read the back at all oh. or no? We're good. You don't have to read the back. No, I have, an old, I have a couple year old bottle of that. Yeah. With um, uh, um, the Guardian. Oh, oh the yeah. The Guardian on it. Yep. I have, yep. uh, whatever's not in it is in, has been drunk. It's getting mm-hmm. in you. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So uh, it is, it is to bourbon what uh, Christmas fail uh, is to beer. 
It is exactly what you think it is. It is bourbon that tastes like Christmas. <laughs> well done. And I have no problem with that. that like you fellatiated Santa? I, at wow. least an elf. You just got you got your way most of the way around an elf. Gotcha. If you licked an elf, <laughs> there you go. Um, so that's what that is. And if somebody else can reach up, uh, there's a card. Anyone who likes to read? So people who like to read can read the card. It's hard to read, but it is in English. I'll read it if you want. Oh. You want to read it? No, that's very fancy writing. It's very fancy writing, and it's very <laughs> fancy writing. I can still read and write cursive, just so you know. I, I can exactly. too. Okay. Dear Phil and the Cleveland Moto Podcast crew, uh, although Phil was in Hawaii and uh, and timed podcast oh and timed podcast four hundred to air while he was away, don't think the quadricentennial was unnoticed. Ah. Four hundred of anything is good, but the entertaining and educational casts are exceptional and beyond other podcast content. Thank you. Thanks for keeping me in tune with what's going on in the two wheeled world. Maybe the bourbon loving fairy will visit us in mid Ohio. Oh, yeah. Amen. So uh, this is from Phil and Ralph Technow, oh. who brought this in and gave us $50 towards the pizza fund. Wow. So wow, nice. Thanks, the answer is, can you buy your way into our good graces? I guess I'll have to be nicer to him. <laughs> <laughs> I personally like Ralph. Look, nice everybody, everybody Thanks, Ralph. look, yeah. everyone has a break-in period. Yep. Do, not exper- <laughs> do not ever expect Cleveland Moto to just be like, we love you. Unconditionally, dogs do that. We do not do that. Yeah, we're you know, you know when I took a shining to our boy, is at Mid Ohio yeah. when his scooter fell over, his brand yeah. new scooter, yeah. and he picked it up, and he was just like, "Oh, that happens," and that was it. We're just now getting used to Dan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's starting so, to grow on me. <laughs> so <laughs> literally, but but yeah, get a haircut. Hippie, hippie. You're getting hippie. The uh, thanks, Ralph. So yeah, thank you. That was super sweet of you. And yeah, the 400th podcast to us, it didn't feel like a big deal because huh. honestly, we do this. I put a, a beginning. I mean, I know. I like it. And I and there's it. so many uh, ones in there that. You don't even know if it is the 400th podcast. We've had <laughs> our like point two, point five, s- stealth podcast. As I'm dropping the old ones, I'm trying to correct that. Gotcha. So as we're going through and putting the episodes in from the vault, I have been trying to line them up because we did not list them numerically. Oh. We listed them by date. And unfortunately, the date that we listed them on was sometimes the date they were dropped, which could have been three months after they were recorded. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ouch. So it's like back in the day when you bought the vehicle, that's the date the title. Right. (laughs) Because in the winter, you had to chip the ice off the podcast in order to be able to post it. (laughs) (laughs) Oscars 56 that's titled as a 58. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, so that's yeah. exactly that is exactly how we're doing it. Okay. But, but it is titled, so that doesn't matter. Well, it is titled. Yep. And shit that went wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shit that went wrong. A gentleman showed up at our shop. I didn't want to say anything about this during last week's podcast because you all guys, everybody here at the table, failed at the oh, find yeah, the yeah, new yeah. bike yeah, contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some unobservant motherfuckers. Yep. Well, you have some. It, it, honestly, though, it was like a dark red old bike that looks like a dark red Vespa that you have a hundred of it around. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I mean, like it really. It was just like that's another one of Phil's red Vespa. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It's yeah. gone. It, the bike is gone, Steve. I know you're looking around for it. It's gone, and that's it's in a where different the story state. comes in. <laughs> so I will tell the beginning of the story, and Oscar will finish the story because that's how it fucking happened. Yep. So gentleman shows up in my shop or at my shop, 
with a mysterious orange scooter thing. Is this a young gentleman? A no. middle-aged gentleman? No, a my-age gentleman. Okay. So you can call that middle if you want. I'll oh, take I that. Oh, I thought it was an older guy. <laughs> Did he have a spike protruding nice. from his skull? Einspike? <laughs> <laughs> no, but his last name is quite German. So the guy shows the up. The Germans. So the guy shows up, and, and I'll pass this around, and you guys, you know, just you know, just keep scrolling, uh, but pass it to Steve mostly, so he can oh, see yeah, what we're talking yeah, yeah. about. And so the trick is, I see this handlebars, this set of handlebars out of the back of the truck, and I, I instantly have no idea <laughs> what the fuck the bike is. Pass it to him before it times out, and I got to recode into it because you know whatever. Just touch it. Just swipe it a little bit there, Steve. So anyway. On initial blush, I saw the handlebars. Oh, that thing's cool. And I saw the front end of it, and I swear to God, I thought it was a Simpson Schwalbe. And a Simpson Schwalbe is kind of a weird, um, kind of a weird bike, anyway. Okay, um, it's a East German bike that was obtained by the Russians. Um, Simpson Schwalbuster. Like Simpson Schwalbuster, exactly. So the the Simpson Schwalbe is a bike that has like moped size 16 inch wheels. And uh, that's what I thought it was. I really, when I saw this thing, I was pretty certain, I was pretty certain that the bike that was in the back of the truck was a Simpson Schwalbe. And now you understand why, because you now have seen a picture of a Simpson Schwalbe. However, it was not a Simpson Schwalbe. And on closer inspection, I realized I honestly don't know what the fuck this bike is. And I don't often get to say those things ever. And so I had to do some looking. And fortunately, on the frame, it actually had the real original from yep. God VIN plate, yep. which happens to have all the important German shit like type 75 Romeo, Baujahr, which means year of its birth, uh, 1956, uh, frame number, Fahrzeug number. And it gave you the Hubraum, which is the the CCs of the motor. And then it gave you, I like it how it says the Leergewicht, and it has the uh, the total gewicht. So it gives you the gross weight and the uh, operational weight. Fucking awesome. So based <laughs> on that tag, from the Hinterberger Schreit und Company, <laughs> research ensued. But when it showed up, I got to say... I was like, eh, eh, uh, uh, seven, on hydrogen. 75 cc's, right. It's, it's, it's the Hindenburg Mark II. Uh. And, uh, yeah. Oh, the huge manatees. Uh, it was, so it was one of those things where the second I saw it, I was like, I don't know what this is and I'm not that interested in it because the second it was uh, quirky, 1956 German and 75 cc's, I knew that the translation for that is unobtainium. And this fella thought that he had discovered the American Pickers home run of the century. <laughs> You've seen the pictures. And it's a respray, but the guy did go to a lot of trouble to match the original factory color. Good on him. But this guy was so fucking let down when I looked in the back of the truck. And mind you, the motor was in a separate Box, yeah. container. And I looked at the back of the truck and I looked at the thing and I was like, didn't even let him say he was trying to sell it to me. I was like, we won't work on that. Nobody will work on that. But we'll I, take the body off no. and put it on a helix. <laughs> 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 Fucking pagans. But, but what I did tell him was, but 
that will look beautiful hanging on the wall of your garage. Or if you can find like a TGI Fridays or Quaker Steak and Lube, give you a couple mm-hmm. of bucks for mm-hmm. it. That would be a cool thing to have hanging on the wall. But that's never going to run again. And this guy was like, oh, I, I, I was trying to see if you wanted to buy it. And I just started laughing. <laughs> and I just, I just straight up. Was that up, a gut laugh or was it a I did a straight, No, a... I did a straight like, ha! <laughs> no way in fuck. I was like, dude, that's, that was obsolete about two years after they built it. Call Hoffert. <laughs> <laughs> He'll buy anything. Oh, boy. So do you think that, was that equivalent to like a wildfire scooter now? Well, and we have to think about it. Yes. So if you were... In the, if you were here in the United States in 1957, 1958, right. this company called Cosmopolitan Motors that imported this thing, they were basically outside of Philadelphia. And their whole jam was they went over to Europe where the dollar was 10 to 1 strong. So the dollar to the Deutschmark was a 10 to 1 strong. And they went in there and they went and found everything that wasn't a Vespa or a Lambretta. Uh. And they bought them. And you could go to a dealership in Cleveland and buy an NSU or a Zundop mm-hmm. or a Durkop or many of these other German brands that nobody ever heard of here. But what, it Bell, is Bella German? Zundop Bella. Oh, that's yeah. Bella. Okay. Yep. Zundop Bella. And uh, the Germans, right? The Germans. So the NSU made the cars too, right? The yes, NSU they did. The NSU Prince and all the other good shit. Yeah. Yep. So all these German companies had zero representation in the United States. Mm-hmm. But to this guy, Cosmopolitan Motors, it meant for the unbelievably ridiculous price of about $80 in 1956 currency, he could put one of these in a crate. And along with 40 or 50 of its brothers and ship them over here to America where they would sell them for 300 yeah, yeah, like two eighty something, three hundred, yeah, yeah three hundred dollars, three hundred bucks, and so fifties. If you can buy something for eighty bucks and sell it for three hundred bucks, doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. what it is exactly, and it doesn't that sound exactly like the Chinese scooter formula? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the time, bouncing back from World War II, Japan and Germany did not have a reputation for building indestructible items. Because True. their their factory stuff, their infrastructure wasn't complete yet. And what did it, what did it have going for it? Motherfucker, it was cheap. It was cheap. And it was cheaper than buying a real motorcycle. It was cheaper than a lot of things. And Cosmo didn't care. Cosmo's in it to make money. He'll be happy to print another ad in Cycle Magazine circa 1956. So the bike showed up. 1956, and it said HMW 75 on it, and I have never seen one in my life that I'm aware of. I immediately went and grabbed my Motor Scooters of Germany poster, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't on there. So I was like, it's hard for me to even imagine that there's something called a scooter that I wasn't aware of. Okay. But here it was. And then the guy goes, well, on the title, it says 1958. And I went, fuck you. Title. Mm-hmm. Title. And he pulls out a clean, brand new Ohio title. And I said, tell me you have the original yellow document that that they don't care about. Yeah. And he goes, no, they, they kept that. I was like, you didn't photocopy it or at least take a picture of it? Yeah. So I basically looked at the thing and I go, 
realistically, man, I need to know dollars, real dollars. How much money do you want for this thing? Oh, well, you know, I, I was figuring I could get, I was figuring I could get maybe a grand for it, maybe, maybe 1200, 1300 for it. And I went, no, dude, no, no. You, the story of this bike is somebody's going to buy it. Somebody's going to put 4,000 into it and then they'll have a $2,000 bike. Right. That nobody wants to buy because parts don't exist on you gotta planet have a boner for Earth. And it's right? in pieces. And it's in pieces. And so he was pretty let down by that. And so he was bumming. But I took some pictures as I showed you the pictures. And I said, well, you know, here's my card. Do what you're going to do. I'm not trying to tell you how to leave your life. But right now, my go, interest in this bike is squatouche. Yeah, go, go find your pot of gold. <laughs> I have a book of uh, motor or motor scooter obscura. Yeah. And I, I could find something out on that. I'm sure it's in that book. Mm. It lists every single oddball scooter that you've ever seen in your life. Well, then, then you've never seen it. I should yeah. say never seen it in your life. So that's why, you know, it's, it's like that's why I started learning about like the pigeons and yeah. the, oh, all yeah, the weird, yeah, yeah. like yeah. the so, cool stuff. Off he fucks. So I took pictures rabbits, of it though. Sorry. Fujis. Fuji rabbits. Yeah. So I sent the pictures. I contacted my friend Anna, and my friend Anna um, is like the German scooter maven of America. If there's German scooter, she knows about it. And I hit her on the Facebookies, and I, you know, Anna, I have no interest in this, but because we're friends, if you tell me to give this guy some money, if you know what it is, and you think it's valuable, get, give me the go-ahead. I will give him money in your name. I will hold it here until you can get here to buy this bike, to right. get it, to pick the bike up. And I've done that for a lot of my friends before on bikes I'm not interested in owning. Right. Because again, if I buy it, nothing's going to happen to it. It is going to sit next to the other 18 bikes that I actually like that I won't ever get to. <laughs> okay. You start making coffee tables out of them or something just to put in your house. Art. Just yeah, art. Yeah. Just, yeah. Again, need a bigger house. Yeah. yeah. So No, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> I didn't say hurt them. I just said make them into a table. I, I've done it. I mean, but if you if you go online and search Vespa grill, yeah, yeah, the first picture is my. I made a grill it's out of a, grill. Of, of a picture of a yeah. of a, a Vespa frame. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The 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 gas tank. I made a an actual proper grill. There it is. Charcoal on the bottom, and actually the seat covers the grill <laughs> on it. So yeah, that's that's. That's yeah. my bike. That's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, there it is. That, that is exists. very cool. That is, that's my, yeah. the back of my house. <laughs> and it's just it's just perfect in every way that the rear luggage rack that he has on the back of it, it's the, it's the barbecue grill the barbecue rack. barbecue grill. Right. And so that that is behind Oscar's place. And you actually, should've, you should have mounted it backwards so it covered the grill. Well, the, the kickstand, well, the kickstarter actually blows air into the charcoal. Right. Oh, to, to get it's a family charcoal. Yeah. 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 Which I love the fact that when the seat is down... You can't tell it's a grill. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> when somebody tries to steal it, it doesn't. Yeah. They're like, oh shit, there's some charcoal in this. The ash, just falls, out seat. <laughs> the ash just falls out the bottom. So this bike really, uh, it didn't. So I gave Anna the requisite amount of time. And she actually posted back. She's like, yeah, I'm not interested in that. And I was like, well, it's, it's going to be pretty cheap. I have a feeling if you make an, make an offer. And so then, then she said, I, because I originally said you could probably have this bike for, for next to free, you know, short money. And then when I told her, I was like, well, if you make a reasonable offer and she goes, oh, I thought you said it was free. Uh, It was next to free. Yeah. Didn't say it was free. So any, any who, 
She's uh, not. She's one of us. She's definitely not interested. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's we the, ain't she's teaching got, her. She's yeah. a vampire. There's no next to free for John here, right? Yeah. So she's she's no. She knows exactly what she's doing. She's so it's a bunk of CC and it's not running. So it's zero CC. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. And that is 100 percent what she was expecting. Mm-hmm. So again, so I, of course I told the guy to go fuck off. Right. So I told the guy to go fuck off. And then I got to thinking. Oh no. Well, let me I call. I make a guy. German grill. I, I said, so just, so just, you know what? Let me call the dude. Cause let me see what I can do. It's, he's had four hours of cooling off period. Right. Like so since, soaking. Yeah. Since he's had a cooling off period, maybe just maybe, maybe it's time. Maybe this is the, maybe this is the thing. And so I figure, all right, so we'll give the guy the cooling off period. And uh, I give the guy the shout and I'm like, Hey man, be honest with me. Just be completely fucking honest with me. What do you need for that fucking bike? And he goes, well, I'd like, to, I'd like to double my money. I'd like 500 bucks. The battle of bourbon's looking pretty good right now. And I said, no, man, no, no way. He goes, well, I got the title. And I go, yeah. And I said, well, the number Freaking I had beans. in my mind was 200. And so he goes, 250. So I said, okay, bring it over. So he brought it over. $250 changed hands right quick in a hurry. And he's a super nice guy. And uh, so that's great. So we got it. And I put it here in the shop. And I didn't say any word to anybody nobody about it. Know. And nobody, nobody noticed and it. nobody noticed it <laughs> at all. I really didn't happen to walk around or no, anything. No, we, no, we, we kind of just got to business last yeah, week. We, we, did. Just, mm-hmm. you know, we did. We did just get right to business. I'm going to keep rubbing this in my face. Like, I'm like what the hell? Well, so after the podcast, we were having one of our obligatory cigarette breaks outside. And I, I, I said, you guys. So they sent him in and they found the bike pretty quick. But Oscar had a fucking unnatural reaction to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We weren't me. even in class and he put his hand up. Yeah. I, I did. You went home. Oh, afterward. Oh, was, you, no, he was, still, he was still alone. Oh, you, you were there? He was yeah, we were eyeballing it. And that's when Oscar, he poked me with his dick. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I got a, I got a stiffy. Sorry about that. <laughs> and anytime, anytime yeah. I would say anything about the bike, Oscar just say, like, "I want that." I was like, yeah. "Ooh, ooh, 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 me, ooh, me, ooh, me, ooh, me, me." You're I like, "If that. I could find somebody that might want to restore it," and he was like, "Ooh, me, me, me." And, and like, anytime I would get a sentence out, he's just like, "Me, yeah. <laughs> me." The guy in the front row with his hand you up. literally, I think, said, it has to be somebody that's a complete moron because this is going to be a pain <laughs> in the ass. And he was like, me. <laughs> no, I did. I said those yeah. exact words. I'm like, I'm that moron. Come on. <laughs> so, here, so here's the thing. I, I've, the, the, my primal we best bike that I own. We wasn't here. It's a, it's a 1958 well, I'd right, Allstate. Oh, yeah. So I've <laughs> always wanted something older yep. than my Allstate. Yep. And I've always liked the handlebars, and, and, just in general. And strangely enough, you've managed to find something older than your Allstate yeah, and more handle- European. And more, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Austrian. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So no, it's a, it, it, I just like the, the look of it. It was, it was It's a cool looking bike. So does your new pad in wherever you're moving, like, do you have to put it in your living room or do you have a place <laughs> to work on? I, I, I'll... I'll let my car be outside of the garage now. I've never done that before, Is even it- when I was here. Now I have. I was like, like, fuck it. An integrated swing arm? Or is there an engine? And no, a- no. Engine and swing arm. 
Oh, then you're you're golden. I mean, so, can you just throw a Honda engine in it. So the frame yeah. looks like blasphemer. A, yeah, <laughs> it looks looks like a um, like a Lambretta. So it's yeah. a tube frame. Yeah. With all the stuff and the side panels and the. And we went through it, and we had enough spark mm. to electrify Oscar. Mm-hmm. Right, so we cranked, the, we took the spark plug out, and ran the flywheel. Touch it here, and touch yeah. it here. Touch the wire here, and then ground yourself. And I was like, "Okay, it's it's yeah. fuck you, so. dude." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus I'm gonna make you eat a bath oh mint. Please eat some meat oh, to calm down. That's oh fucking oh vegans. Fucking I know. It smells weird. It doesn't even smell like a fart. <laughs> no, no, it does. It, it smells just, like pizza, I man. Think I'm what the dying. Fuck? <laughs> it's like bird plastic. It does. It smells like bird plastic. You're exactly right. I think I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> you got a 404 did you, hair in your asshole. Yeah. Did you can only hope. Did yeah. you ke- keister some lacquer thinner or something? Yeah, these guys, this guy's broke. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, within seconds of this deal going down, Kromke's on his phone activating his VPN. <laughs> yeah. Set the VPN to the Austria server and turn the uh, location services off, and you get all kinds of websites. I know that's what I do. That's the right. best I, way I've, to do I've it. I've never heard of that. I'm surprised that I didn't. And so he was coming up with the name of the president of the club. Everybody yeah. in the world in thinks they live in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. You get the best Hulu channels, yeah. right? So <laughs> you get the weirdest commercials, like. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> better than the shit I'm getting. Mm. I'm ready to not see ads for boner pills. So, uh, <laughs> or sports betting. Or sports hey, do you know betting. where you can get oh some God. information about sports betting? Welcome yeah. to Ohio, man. <laughs> so Dan had the name of the president of the club for this bike within minutes. Within right. minutes, we had an address, we had photographs, we had information. But what came with the bike was the mother load. We had parts diagrams. Yeah. We had original parts books from Cosmopolitan Motors. We had the original factory owner's manual. Chewed on by John Mecklefresh's mice. Mother, no, not mine. They're gone. Yeah, I had those. <laughs> <laughs> Flambeed. So it was pretty great yeah. that we had yeah. all this anecdotal information. So we went to the back of the shop for our podcast listeners. We went over and we started looking in the gut pile. So we started like John's going, okay, well, is there are, is this here? Because originally all of us said the same thing. Predator motor or Briggs 5 horsepower? Because it's just so it's such an obvious thing. The gas tank looks like new inside. So, yeah, bolting a Briggs motor into that thing is easy peasy, George and squeezy, right? No big deal. Or a GX, it, like a GX would be perfect. Anything. Because that original motor is chain drive. It's chain drive. So it's already right. kind of prepped for that yeah. kind of setup. So It wouldn't have even been hard. But then we started doing a forensics into the motor because this bike has only 1,600 miles on it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or sixteen hundred. Is it a four-stroke? Kilometers. Two-stroke. Two-stroke. Two-stroke, two-speed. Yeah. Piston ported. Really? Yeah. 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 So it has the same... Fast yeah. or faster. Faster, faster. Fa- yeah. Slow or, or super slow, yeah. Hills slow or flats. or super low. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. 75 cc's, baby. Well, and this is their high-end version of it. not going at all. Yeah. Oh, this is the high-end This is version. the high-end one oh, because my. usually they had... Moped 50 cc. Oh, that's right. And this, this was the, their high end 75. Not so a moped. When you get that going, yeah, just wave to John when you're passing him. Hey, and the verses. verses. <laughs> well, but here's an nobody thinks that's funny anymore. Just so you know. So we found a very obviously sprocket, a very obviously blown up basket, clutch, clutch basket, clutch basket, yeah. because they had welded the primary gearing 
to the clutch basket. So that was how they done it. Was the the drive well, from chain? The factory. That's how they built oh. it. There's yeah. a primary chain yep. that runs from the crankshaft to, to the transmission a sprocket that's welded to the back of the clutch basket. Right. Right. Exactly. So rather than having an output gear on behind the clutch, which many bikes would have, they'd have an output gear, a nice, you know, sometimes bevel drive gear, sometimes just back cut gear. Well, this then had what looked like a bicycle chain ring, like a front chain ring and a bicycle welded up to the clutch basket. Well, consequently, that is very obviously the weak point of the setup, right? And so it was kaput. It was kaput in the biggest way something kaput. could be kaput. You can, you but, know, somebody probably just wound that thing up and dumped the clutch and yeah. scattered it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But the good news, though, is it's something that you could do a junkyard's ward re- repair on. I say just put, I mean, centrifugal clutch with a sprocket yeah. on the crankshaft yeah. and just a, a sprocket on the back, and it should go. It should go. I agree. You, but then you'll need a... Oh, you, without you put a comet clutch you don't mean, on. It. You don't mean a, a variant. No, just no, a just, just a straight. Clutch. Yeah, not even just a straight. Yeah, centrifugal yeah. clutch. Right. You put a comet clutch on there. Because you have two speeds. Hopefully, fine. hopefully right. the low speed is enough. That's enough. Yeah, yeah. That, that you can roll. You know, it'll, you can ride around in grass and stuff. Yeah, I'm not probably going on the freeway or anything of that thing. Hopefully, <laughs> it'll hit stall if you let off the gas and wait long enough. It'll stall out, and you can shift gear and go into high. But Oscar, it's only two. Speeds. So, Oscar, where you work, how far do you go? Need to go to find an engineering department that has fabrication capabilities. Walking distance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. when you take that broken part into oh, them yeah. and say, "Make this unbroken again." Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that. Yeah. Yeah. Laser cutting the shit out of that thing and just kind of doing. <laughs> a new, I'm pulling a nick and yeah. custom building like yeah. the whole fucking thing all over again. Right. So yeah. I. Except in a little bit higher gauge. So ex- probably. Yeah. Well, explain yeah. to the the listeners. The letter that was in with the bike. Oh, so there's a a uh, typewriter uh, letter from the original owner, like 1968. Nine, yeah, something like that. Uh, asking the Cosmopolitan, uh, Cosmopolitan Motors. Motors in 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 Philly for the parts list of the specific parts, including the gear yep. and the clutch cover, yep. and I think the the the, the shroud. Yeah, yeah, cooling shroud. Uh, asking for for that. Uh, yep. For those parts, but um, right. apparently he never pulled the pin and actually bought the damn thing. So that's and Co- and I have a lot of history with Cosmopolitan Motors. Uh, once they had a bike in their their relationship with that bike wasn't like we're going to have this bike for twenty years. They were like we have two containers, and so in that packet is advertising from nineteen sixty oh, yeah. no nineteen fifty eight Cycle Magazine showing Moto Perilla. Mm-hmm. And like four or five different brands, Zundep, Motoperla, et cetera, Cosmopolitan Motors. And you could see where that that particular... Um, the Bambi. HMW Bambi, <laughs> right? So the Bambi was listed, you know, the Bambi scooter, which they, they called it the Cosmopolitan scooter. Yeah. And that's so called they, a Bambi, really? I mean, in, it's a, in, in Austria. In other areas, yeah. In Austria. They call it the Bambi. But in Cosmopolitan, in the United States of America, it's called the Cosmopolitan 75. I like Bambi better. Yeah, well, I think too. I think we all do. I want to know who what Bambi's mother was though, because she was like murdered. Well, at the beginning of the <laughs> I movie. thought you were going to she was hot. Yeah. <laughs> here's the here's the funny thing about this particular bike. In year of our Lord, nine, 2019, four years ago, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in in May of 2019, or actually April, because they do the dates backwards there. 
One of these sold for 9700 US dollars. Really? Really. Yeah, really. In an, and, in an auction. Yep. yep. At in an auction. So, uh, wow. Holy shit. Uh, there you go, Oscar. Yeah. There you go. Good stuff. So, yeah. So now you have to get a, a, a motorcycle for its companion named Thumper. Thumper, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so that's an example of shit that don't work. That guy thought he was pulling some junkyard wars. I'm sorry, some American picker shit. He thought he was going to come in here and get 1200 bucks for a bike he spent 200 bucks on. And it turns out he broke even. Yeah. Now, had he done the research that you and you and me did, he'd realize that you make it run, you got a $9,000 bike on your hands. Which wasn't, I mean, Cromkey obviously did it the easy way, but if you, if you go online right now and try to search for that damn thing, there's barely any pictures. Yeah, there's not a lot that at comes all. up. There's no videos, I, barely at all. There's some moped ones. Yeah. Maybe a couple in YouTube, and that's it. There's it's nothing. Same out thing, there. like with the Kia Rockster, yeah. or Rockster. Rocks, yeah. You have to go to you have to go on to a Korean website and translate. It's it. not a Kia; <laughs> it's an Asia Motors. We're sorry, Asia. Sorry. I mean, get it right. What I think is hilarious. It doesn't matter. There's twelve different things on the title. So the first <laughs> one that I found, the first one that I found was this it's fire. Like Johnny Cash's Cadillac. When you go to fucking register it. <laughs> Title weighs 15 pounds. The uh, the first one I found was the one that I have up on the display, which is clearly the victim of fire damage, right? So it has no tires. It has nothing. And this piece of shit sold for $1,700. So if the piece of shit sells for $1,700, that probably explains to me why a day later Anna contacted me back and said, oh, by the way, I am interested in that. Remember that bike I wasn't interested in? I'm interested now. Now I want it. <laughs> and Asker said... And, and I, Dude, it was already in Milwaukee. I don't need your consent for I that. already have it in Milwaukee. It I was, was No shit. It was already in Milwaukee by yeah. the time she said she was interested in it. Yeah. He didn't fuck around. There was no grass growing on him. He came in on Saturday, worked at the shop, helped us PDI oh, yeah, bikes, yeah. Yep. and then we loaded it on the back of his raft, and off he fucked. And it was already in Milwaukee on Sunday. Yeah. So, A couple days after we talked to that thing. It's fate, and you should have that bike. Oh, I... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it just he thinks he, has, he thinks it was fate because the, the way he was acting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was yeah. no doubt who it was going to. I could have been the biggest cock in the world and just been like, well, accept Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So we, but the, the layers of this deal are very strange. Without me asking, well, we bought a house, so we need a lawnmower. So Oscar okay. brought us a lawnmower. You didn't buy my mom's house, did you? No, no, no. Totally different house. But uh, it's this one's on West 152nd. Uh-huh. But Oscar brought us a lawnmower. So he brought us a running Briggs & Stratton powered. And it's got, it's power. It's, it's drive. It's self-drive. Yeah. I've never owned a self-drive lawnmower. It's a nice one. I've never owned a yeah. self-drive lawnmower. Self-propelled lawnmower. Never owned one. So he brought us one of those. Okay. And then he brought me the title to the trail. So I got the title for the trail, which have, has been in my warehouse since our last excursion. From Mid-Ohio from the last But year. apparently now I have to give him some tires. Because the, 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 the fucking H Dem, the HMR. Yeah, those, wait, are, those are cooked as Bambi. Bambi, Bambi thank you. Is, yeah. Bambi's got some exquisite white wells on them that are held together by checking. And uh, so we're going to find a three inch by 12 inch, which is not as easy as you think it is. 
tire that's not a knobby. If you want a 3x12 knobby, the world's your oyster. But if you want something that isn't a knobby, good fucking luck. So let alone a white wall. Yeah. So today we were looking on the internet at some 3x12 tires, and there aren't a lot of choices. So uh, that was kind of fun. But in typical Cleveland Moto horse trading fashion, none of it makes any sense. None of it makes any fucking sense whatsoever. So there we are. Okay, fail. Did that part end up out here? Oh, all right. oh God, don't lose it. I know, no shit. Crappy headed last. Worth its weight the in gold. gold. Right, it is worth Dan, its weight what did in you goddamn it? gold. It's, it's up by the TV. Dan, you it's had by it. by the TV monitor. Dan, you had it. Uh, Oscar. I think it's, it's stapled to a piece of paper somewhere. Yep, hopefully. Anyway, so let's talk about fail. Fail. Who fails? How do we fail? Everybody fails. Um, you guys can't find it, huh? Yep. All right, not important. But you know what? I bet you it's right here. Here it is. Yeah, sorry I lost track of it. It doesn't look like what it costs. So, oh, and by the way, uh, Sleepy bloke broke a seal, and I think uh, he's still in the shitter. Oh, he is? So, yeah, oh, yeah. good. He's, he, he's done for. Yeah, he needed so. to get that evil piece of shit out of his ass. So, <laughs> there's... Let's stop recording for a second. No. No, no. no. Fuck him. Guess, Not guess, at all. guess we can't. Because he's the Saudi guy. At all. <laughs> no way are we Let's stopping. Can we bust in on him and take the camera in there? And... All right. So here we go. You guys remember we talk about zero electric motorcycles? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fail. Zero electric <laughs> motorcycles. So zero electric motorcycles. I know my charger time. failed. <laughs> oh, Steve. We're going there. Steve, <laughs> Steve, by the time we get done, you're going to feel okay. Trust me. I don't feel okay right now. All right. <laughs> zero motorcycles has determined that all model year 2020 and model year 2021, zero S... SR, DS, DSR, FX, and zero FXS models. That's anything Everything. that is not an SRF. Oh, okay. All right, right, right. Or a DSRX mm-hmm. or an SRS. Okay. So all the ones that have the old style frame. Right. Okay. The older style not, frame. Not the new, new, not the new, new fancy new ones. Yeah. trellis Ducati style frame. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you have a motorcycle from zero, that is the, yeah exactly yeah, like all, all these, these yeah, thank you Oscar yeah. all, of, all those. of those thank you <laughs> all of those exactly all right <sighs> these motorcycles have a 12 volt always on module supplying power to the OBD2 port that can hmm. potentially fail this module can fail in a way that can discharge the motorcycle's main power pack which is happening to mine right now beyond a recoverable voltage no! <laughs> while in storage in the interest of customer satisfaction zero motorcycles has elected to initiate a voluntary service campaign to remedy the issues now first of all before you all just shit a golden brick and call zero and use my name if you have a motorcycle that's either a 2020 or a 2021 and it is one of those models please go out to your garage right now and plug that motherfucker in right and you can plug it in and let it go as high as it wants to go. But if it comes down to 60% or so, plug it in. Yeah. Okay? Until we can get shit sorted out for you. In one month, it drops the battery from zero and from 100 to 60%. I know. In a month? Guys. In I'm, one month. One month. Trust me. I work that's here. that's what mine's doing right now. I work here. If it gets <laughs> below 30 or 20%, if it's, be- if it's below 30 degrees Fahrenheit outside, it won't charge. So trust me when I tell you, charge your battery up and then inspect it at least once a month. 
And if you have to plug it in, plug it in. Don't let the battery go below 30% just because then you don't have any cushion. And here's the reason. Okay. The remedy is to have zero motorcycles dealers inspect and remove the 12-volt always-on module on all affected motorcycles and replace the always-on module with a bypass kit provided by zero motorcycles. New Molex crimping tool will be shipped to your dealership. This special tool will be used with this service campaign and future connector repairs or modifications. Tool shipments will be booked and invoiced against dealers' parts accounts. That's Wait, kind of bullshit, they're though. charging you for their mistake. For the tool, yeah, for the tool yes, to yes. fix their Thank mistake. You. They're they charging me. Yeah, yeah that's fucked They up. are charging me for the tool to fix their mistake. Now, here's why I bring this up. A Molex pin extractor tool, tool yeah. can be bought in quantities of 54 from the usual scumbags on Amazon for $23. And not only do you get the tool that's right for the job. You get pretty colors. You get, yeah, right, exactly. You get 75 other tools. So in addition to the tool, thank you. In addition to the tool that you need, you get 75 other motherfucking tools. Now, this to me seems like a, a sore dick deal. And what I would do if I were zero is I would have directed your dealership to go to this deal or I would have just right. gone to Amazon and I just would have ordered 150 of these kits. Yeah, cuz gee, with with their budget for fucking zero. But I just would have made my I would have made my dealers extra happy yeah, and said the, our gift to you. No, but that's what I'm saying. $2,000 basically would have covered every tool for 150 fucking dealers. Or <laughs> this tool right here that I'm holding in my hands that is made by the company that does these things is $160. Holy fuck. So yeah. instead of just letting you buy this tool, they basically took a 55-gallon drum of Vaseline well, and poured sand in it and then lubed up all their dealerships. <laughs> and if you're Canadian, this is $240 Canadian. So my especially angry thing is they're pounding the Canadians in the exchange rate. A That's not all they're pounding the Canadians in. <laughs> so a service campaign technical case for each affected motorcycle has been created to support these updates. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really matter. Okay. Zero motorcycles will email affected customers directly the week of January the 3rd. Okay. So today, 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 year of our Lord now, we got this. We got this tool. And they charge my parts account $160 for literally this piece of shit. And uh, if you don't think I'm pissed about that, it's principle, like you said. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the hundred and sixty dollars. They should have been. They should. The idea that they are going to one send me a part that I didn't ask for, and charge it for, and it. then bill my account, add this to my parts account, which I have no control over whatsoever, for a situation that they clearly fucked up. It, yeah, I'm sorry, sir. We, I ran you over with my car, but you need to pay for my grill. You pay for my grill, exactly. Right. So I'm again. <laughs> I have issues, but that's a failure. That's that is a man. failure. And the, the failure, too, is, look, you take it on the chin because, one, here's one thing I can guarantee. Who in this room has got a brand new $3,000 battery pack from zero? That's right. 
So his battery pack was below the requisite 85% within his five-year warranty window. Consequently, he got a $3,000 battery pack. And it may be a $0 battery pack pretty soon if I don't put my charger on it. And so here's the thing. This is the big deal. If you're willing to send out one battery to one customer, $3,000 plus, that's more than $3,000, but... But trust me, if you, you send do out that, a tool to every dealership and it would be less. Send out the tool. Send it out to 100 dealers. However, if you have 100 dealers, send it out to 100 dealers. Yeah. Because still, still. It would be 2300 bucks if you were buying it from Amazon. Exactly. And the and dealers are fixing your problem. Yeah. So I really, really find that this is an example of manufacturing hubris that's a fail. Because honestly, if, if it's something that every dealer would be assumed, if it's a 10 millimeter socket, okay, it's a 10 millimeter socket. But I work with companies that when they said, you have to replace this item, and I opened up the box, yeah. there was a wrench in the box. No shit. I mean, well, I How work- many parts do you buy and they give you the wrench? Of course. I mean, they give it, they... they- Half the stuff you buy that needs a special wrench or whatever, they give you the tool along with the part you buy. The suggestion, though, that they're going to charge you $160 for not a set of wrenches, but for one single wrench that fits one kind of connector. Can I I see that thing? Yeah. Yeah, Like, it's not even special. No, 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 no. no, 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 It's heavy, but it's not special. No, no, no. It's machined, but it's, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Look, I appreciate it. And that is probably the very best terminal extractor tool that's ever been built. But at the same time, like, if you let me have two pieces of metal in my <laughs> Dremel, I can make this. Like, you're, it's not a tool that's like, has like some kind of angle that has to move it's, with ratcheting it's, things. It's, yeah, or it's not like, a precision, like, yeah. with low tolerance. No, it's just a. a Specific, it's a fork it, that's designed. It's a to fork pop that's. Shit it's out. just a, pl- a plunger extractor. I have been taking thing. apart Molex connectors for in excess oh, of thirty years. Yeah. I didn't even know they made Molex pin extractor yeah, tools. You pick. Bend a clip, paper clip in half. That's what you do. You bend a paper clip in half, or you take a pair of really sharp tweezers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then oh, you have yeah, an adjustable yeah. Molex remover tool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you get a really sharp pair, and I've got the pair that's in my toolkit, and I can take apart any Molex connector yeah. as often as you want, as fast as you want. And I don't need this. This would be great if you were on an assembly line and you had to build a thousand Molex connectors every hour. And it's always the same one. It's always the same same one. one. So fuck fuck that. That's some bullshit. That's a fail, man. That's a fail. And and the uh, electric vehicle fails. I mean, this is motorcycle related, but how about when GM wouldn't allow all the people that love their EV1... They wouldn't let them buy the vehicle, buy even though they yeah. wanted to buy out their leases because right. they loved that vehicle, yeah. and they crushed every yeah. single freaking it's one It's a leased vehicle, motherfucker. No. Right. Okay, so next, fail, because fuck it fails. Now, I'm sorry that I'm giving you two fails in a row that are both electric vehicle related, and I, I do not like to bombard people add another one to that. with electric vehicle bullshit, but here's electric vehicle fail. So right in front of Dan Kropke right now is a battery. And this battery is not light. It's, it's a new battery. fucking heavy. And it is a new yeah. battery. So it is a new, new battery. battery. And why I bring this up 
and why that's sitting right there. It's been lightly fingered, too, a little bit. Oh, it's been fingered. More than you think. I don't like that I'm so close to the blast radius of it. Yeah. So <laughs> anytime you see a lithium battery apart, Ooh, yeah, you man. should walk carefully around yeah. that lithium battery. There's a lithium battery factory burning in France right now. Oh, is there really? Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus no. fucking Christ. It's going to take forever to... Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, here we go. They'll just bury it and it'll be like those coal mines in Pennsylvania. That or like Chernobyl. Yeah. They'll make a big egg. And mm-hmm. All right. So here we go, guys. Has anybody in this room ever parked their motorcycle and walked away from it and not walked back to it for 30 days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of us, yeah. 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 No, no. We are not qualified to own a new electric scooter. <laughs> Damn. In Ohio? <clears throat> tough to no, use. my friend, on Earth. Oh, shit. Well, you're right, but it's, it's easier for doing that here in Ohio because winter. But <clears throat> yes, I agree. Ice? No, he wants more of the no. coquito. Okay, so ice? I'm going to read you What's in the owner's manual? In the manual. In the manual. Oh, boy. You know, thing you're supposed to read. You know the book that they give you when you buy the bike? The one you fling? Okay. Not using your Neo for more than 15 days? Unplug and store your battery in a safe environment. My son is screwed. Hold on, guys. (laughs) So, sitting at the head of the table right now is a guy who's replaced no small amount of electric batteries in electric vehicles because of maybe bad you know people that abandoned them what have you behind me okay so i'm no stranger to the idea of lithium batteries should not be left plugged in Mm -hmm. with any sort of a draw on them if you can possibly avoid it so here at my shop if anybody's ever spent some time here you'd know that my neo electric scooters have the big rubber cables unplugged from them Mm -hmm. and the batteries are sitting in a 66 degree fahrenheit room Unplugged. In storage mode, if you will. Not using your Neo for more than 15 days, unplug and store your battery in a safe environment. Which you have. Unplug. Yeah. Stored in a safe environment. Yeah. Check. <sighs> Guess what happens at 30 days? In the manual? They, oh they self-destruct. Dead, Jim. They have an internal thing that is a leech? So, my friend... That box in front of you. It's cheap though, right? Yeah, about four thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And well, t- I'm sorry, that's a twenty-six. Uh, that one's about twenty-one hundred dollars. Oh, good. Okay, good. about yeah. twenty-one hundred bucks. Pocket change. Twenty-one hundred bucks. <clears throat> so, that brick, that device, that's plugged in right there, twenty-one hundred dollars. Your friend at the head of the table, mm-hmm. this asshole. Made the mistake of unplugging it, as it says in the manual, and walking away from it more than 30 days. 34 days ago. So basically, like every other lithium battery tells you to store them, keep any kind of leech off of it and put it usually about 3.2. Do you see how unplugged that is? Yeah. Okay. But they manufacture them. So, I mean, isn't there a certain amount of time that they have oh, to Oh, for shipping and all that shit? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, like, 
I mean, that's a good point. I don't. Uh, okay. Yeah. No shit. So. Maybe there's. I a mean, little, I probably spent thirty days on a boat. No, there's, Anybody, a, little, there's uh, a little paper tab in there that you have to pull. Yeah. That's what I already <laughs> said. He that. said the yeah. same thing. Uh, you guys have oh, been sorry. together too long and sharing a brain. Uh, <laughs> so uh, on the top of the battery, you're going to see a little circle. If anybody would like to press that circle and hold it, okay, oh. press the circle and hold it, whoa, and then whoa, 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 give me, give me. <laughs> go ahead, press the circle and hold it, and count how many times it flashes. It's okay. The answer is four. So the answer is four. Okay. If it's flashing it, it up. Yes, it flashed four times, Phil. Thank you. <laughs> that was quite What's a that mean? Light. Flashing four times means that the battery is under F U C K. Exactly. Mode. Flashing four times on this particular device is the flash code that is there to tell you that the battery's internal voltage, each one of those batteries, those cells, is below the required voltage to use of sixty volts. Okay, so that battery, that battery, the volts are too low, and it will not let you put a charge into it. So its answer for the volts being too low is to not let you put a charge into it. I'll say that again for the cheap seats. Its answer for the voltage being too low is to prevent you from putting a charge into it. Well, I figured, I figured it out on the zero batteries. I took them apart. Well, mm -hmm. I shouldn't say that. Go ahead. You dropped it. You inspected your battery. You're outside I, I, of warranty. Your battery fine. pack. Yeah. Okay, so I inspected the battery, and they have a solenoid. Mm -hmm. They have a, a a bus bar, but they cover mm -hmm. it in um, like epoxy. So Good you tape. can't. Yep. 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 So you have to get rid of that epoxy. Yep. Go directly to the bus bars. Bridge the bus bars. Yep. And then you can charge it. And what I did was I bought a. Uh, It'll bypass the battery management system. Yeah. Right. And I bought a. Um, I bought two. Um, uh, uh, fluorescent light. Oh, ballast, 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 ballast that yeah. do that are a hundred and whatever volts yeah, they are, and right. I put a diode, put a couple Jesus, diodes you worked in it. Way too hard. All you need to do is literally jumper cable. So a oh, jumper, to another battery. A, to nope, to itself. So inside your battery, just bypass the board. Thank you. Mm. So some people will say to unplug the board. You can unplug mm -hmm. the twenty-four pin connector. And you can do that on the zeros. Uh, and you can unplug that and then bypass the board by literally going from one end of the block, the, the ground from strap. To yeah. And it's not, and, and you'll, you'll just see the tiniest little spark, tiniest, tiniest little spark when you do that. And it bypasses the BMS and you can hook up your charger and that will charge it like it's stupid. It'll be dumb charging it, right? It'll, it'll take the BMS out of the picture. Now, here's my thing. You, we're talking about fail fail that is a five thousand dollar scooter we've ridden it y'all everybody in this room wrote it. it it's fun it's a load of fun it's great fun. i like that scooter yeah. we all yeah. love yeah. that scooter yeah. Good scooter <clears throat> we all loved it however when somebody came to buy it the other day Ooh. and i dutifully plugged in the batteries crickets because that motherfucker that very expensive 27 pound piece of shit decided that it didn't want to be a battery anymore. Well, the problem is, is your social credit score wasn't high enough. Because, you know, if your social credit score is high enough, yeah. you would plug it in every 29 uh, and a half days. So maybe you can do this mm -hmm. sometimes with them. Yeah. Because sometimes with smart chargers and stuff like that, like my tool batteries and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. you put it on 
and it will try to charge it for 2.2 seconds, mm-hmm. and then it'll bork out. Mm-hmm. And you take it off, mm-hmm. and you put it back on. Mm-hmm. You take it off, and you put it back on. Mm-hmm. So you're charging it two seconds at a time. That's and what he does up there all day. And sometimes if you do it enough times, then it'll be like, oh, oh, it's going to hang. So once it gets the voltage up to a certain level, okay? If it'll even pulse and charge even for just a little bit each time you plug it in. Depends how the board handles the whole thing, but yeah. Does hey it guys. have a DC direct in on these batteries? Yeah. Yeah. So if you look at the terminals on top, the two the two heavy terminals that are inside that six-pin connector or five-pin yeah. connector, the two heavy terminals are DC, positive, negative. Um, that will not help you. That doesn't... That, you that's will not, still does not they don't directly DCM. connect to the cells. They go through a board. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Which that's has exactly a solenoid right. on it exactly right so here's the thing you know the reason that's sitting right there right now is because the company that represents them in the united states had decided to help the problem by creating two youtube videos one youtube video for the type of battery that's in that hot shit orange evo we were riding and one youtube video for the 35 amp hour battery that's in the other one that we rode they didn't make a YouTube video for this one. And by the way, the YouTube video is there specifically to teach you, potentially, the consumer, how to go into a thing that all over it says, don't go in here. <laughs> there are no user serviceable parts inside. Wow. Now, this is the solution that they have for the consumer when the consumer says... I just gave you $5,000 34 days ago and I'm busy so I haven't been able to ride it and now my thing, my toy, my way to work in the morning is a brick. I'm sure your customers are going to be satisfied when you say, hey, it doesn't want to work and you just say, here, here's these two YouTube videos, watch them and do what it says and you'll be fine. Let me ask you this, doesn't it have some kind of rating? like? When, when electric scooters come in, like, don't they have to have a DOT to get a license plate and everything? Yeah. So doesn't the DOT, like, they look into it, or they don't give a shit? If I don't see any UL listing on this. But, like, wouldn't mm-hmm. they do any kind of test to see if the thing... To test okay? what? To test if you leave this alone for 30 days, Why it times they, out? I mean, that seems like... Maybe a, that's something they should test. It's yeah. in the manual. In the future. you not to do it. You are the devil. Yeah. They're not liable. Yes, they're the manual's straight up telling yeah, you... they're not liable. And the manual, though, tells you something that's wrong, is that if you're not, you use it... Unplug it, Plug it. Mm. and right. store well, the battery in a clean, yeah. clean, dry place. That's fine. It doesn't mention anything about, by the way, at 30 days, this bitch is going to sleep. And they don't have a thing. Like, their charger is not a smart enough charger that you leave it charged. Like, take the batteries out of the bike and uh, plug them in. Right? It's got to be something you're not doing right. Clearly, it's something I'm not doing. Right. You haven't pushed the right. button the right way. There's a sequence yeah. of how many Clearly. times you push that button. Absolutely. Why don't they just I, have I, a I just can't believe reset. it'd be the manufacturer. It's got to be a dealer thing. It's got to be a dealer problem. They That's have a exactly right. Reset the trips. Yeah. And that it says if its battery is set, has so been sitting for more I'm than thirty days. I'm glad you brought that up. Push Thank the button you. and click. It. So it turns out oh. that you're not wrong. It turns out there are videos that you can watch from the Germans. And the Germans have said that when you go into one of these machines, when you go into one of these boxes, while you're in there, to install a couple of ring terminals on light wire, 18-gauge wire, feed that light wire outside the case, and put a momentary switch on it. So that in 30 days, when your battery does 
drop itself below. Because remember, these things are always having parasitic loss. They're always yeah. draining in some way. And when you plug them in, they really start draining because that's when they go over the cellular network and try to download all the download all the Chinese porn and the TikTok and the stuff you didn't want. <laughs> it all gets that while you're not while you're sleeping. So anyway, I've watched videos where guys have literally put this beautiful, elegant battery case, which it is, yeah. and it had two stupid fucking wires coming out of the side of it with a big button on it, so that when the battery times itself out and goes to bed. They can press the big button and hold it, hook up the charger and hold the button for like three minutes, four minutes so that the charger gets the battery cells up over right. six volts or seven volts hey, a piece when it goes back into its charging cycle. Can you, can you do me a favor? Sure. Okay. My son's going to call you <laughs> and say that his two batteries are not working. Um, okay. Yes. He tell them how much they cost. Yeah. <laughs> and but that's all you tell them. Uh, but <laughs> and, then, and I'm going to give him a thousand bucks for that bike. And I'm going to. Sneaky, sneaky! It. I like it. I love it. Because nice. he owes me a lot of money. Mm, there you go. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. So guys, fail. Yeah. That yeah. I'm just kidding. By the way, is a fail. <laughs> yes, it is. You want to know the ultimate fail is under that battery in that little brown pizza box looking thing mm -hmm. is the NIU diagnostic computer mm -hmm. that you plug into the batteries to test them and the whole system. It's really a quite a brilliant little computer and uh, it won't work if there's no electricity in the battery. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, po it's powered by the battery. It is powered by the battery. To give you a result. So, <laughs> wah, wah, catch 22, bitch. Well, and that, that, that diagnostic tool is so kick-ass. When you hook it up, it tells you the condition of the 36 batteries inside the case. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. So it does, cool. it does tell you battery one through battery 36, like what the state of charge is of each of those batteries. And when I hooked it up, I was, Oscar was here and I was fucking motherfucking yeah. this thing so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was doing what John said. I'm like, okay, I would short out the two grounds on the case, short out the two grounds. I would listen to it, throw the relay mm -hmm. and it would throw the relay and I would dump the power into it. And then I'd hear, tick, and there's a, there's a little red light on the circuit board that you can't see when the case is together. Right. But when you tear the case apart, which is held together by so much glue, I fucking hate this thing plastic case glued to a metal case with like nine screws in it you don't even need one of those screws and they could have used one quarter as much glue and it is a it's not cool but anyway i found the little trouble light thing so like as soon as the relay snaps open when i jumper it i get the relay to snap open and there is not a single fucking schematic for that battery so when I looked at those boards, Oscar's sitting here and I have no schematic for that battery and I got to figure out which of the high tension terminals I'm going to jumper to each other. <laughs> Game on, buddy. Meltdown. That Game on, welding. Buddy. Yeah, welding. Game on, fucking, buddy. Man, I made, you, you might want to sacrifice a Harbor Freight multimeter to it. Um, he he already you, did. <laughs> would you like to grab my Harbor Freight multimeter that is literally welded together right now? It's stuck to the table. I'm the sorry. The smoke came out of it so fast. Uh, Oscar yeah. was here. Oscar was here. Yeah. The, the terminals, the wires on it, just instantly melted. It took less than a second of being on the wrong terminals yeah. 
to know I was on the wrong terminal. It's impressive how fast the fire can start. Oh, yeah. It was oh, really, yeah. really cool. Um, it was really cool, and <laughs> like, I'm glad it cost me. We, I mean, we had some ground fault situations when oh, I yeah. was working, and it was like watch an antenna cable just light on fire instantly. Instantly. And smoke start pouring out of a $350,000 garbage truck that's brand new. You're like, ah! I couldn't drop They laughed. I came running with the fire extinguisher. Oh, yeah. like, you weren't really going to use that fire extinguisher. I'm like, what are you talking you about? You bet your ass I will. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't drop the Harbor Freight multimeter fast enough. Yeah. Is I just I touched the terminal to the other one. I was like, well, you know, we'll know because I'll get some voltage. We'll get some voltage. Something will happen. Right. I'll get some voltage. And I was touched it, on it there. Was it current or something? What's that? Was it on current? Clearly. I mean, the meter was on current. No, the meter was on. Yeah, voltage? the meter's on voltage. Yeah. The meter's on voltage. It's just that amperage overpowers voltage so you know sure our situation and nominally not fused. is those things aren't those old those meters aren't fused not enough <laughs> no not enough they're not isolated <laughs> enough that's that's what right. i mentioned too was like yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and that was i mean i didn't even bother taking it apart because i know it's just a smoke show but anyway so game yeah, on buddy just change out the leads it'll be fine <laughs> That's my second set of leads on that one, so it's, it's been fucked twice. I changed the I changed the battery and I changed the fuse in it, and I put a better fuse in it, not a thicker fuse, a better fuse. So I put a better fuse in it, and uh, now it's confused. This time it didn't have a chance. So you didn't put a penny in there? No, no. no. Twenty two, twenty two, twenty two long rifle round. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go. It wasn't like John slow you get blow, an slow blow. You get an audible. <laughs> I smell cordite. Ow. <laughs> hey, so sticking with your uh, electric yeah. vehicle theme. Okay. So I have, Only if it's a fail. I have a 404 fail. Okay. Oh, shit. Error uh, 404. This was reported in three news sources, three major, I think New York Times, CNN, and one of the other ones. Oh, my so goodness. Fake news. Like a whole bunch, like a whole bunch of fake different Fake news. news. I think it was on Fox. One star. Too, so fucking All right. Know. All right. Anyways, um, one of the guys that worked for Tesla during the initial getting it approved for uh, roadworthiness with a, a co-pilot driver has come forward and said that the footage and the whole process that they gave to the government was staged and the car could never mm-hmm. actually drive by itself in the in the uh, in the initial stages in of the, the initial projects? stages of the um, uh, government giving into it. Well, who would let it? I mean, who would <laughs> so, prove it? Elon's having a hell of a year. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, who would, but why did they even approve it anyway? <laughs> Seriously, that was that, that initially was the selling point, the key feature of yeah, the damn really? autom- the fully yeah. auto- Well, they they toned it back initially. It was like fully automated, like self driving. Now it's like um, driving assists. Assist. That's the new word because they don't want to Whoa. get any more losses. But that was a selling point of the Tesla to be this, battery and also self-driving. If they can find self-driven. this out and this guy's legit, the Chevy, commercial I, the Chevy commercial I saw the other day, they're driving the Chevy truck oh. and they're playing hand jive and yeah. clipping and clapping and everything else. There's, and, no, and Freddie Mercury song. And they <laughs> no. are we rock straight you. up not paying attention to telling you, shit. telling you. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. The new Chevy self-driving feature. Well, you know when the you fucking- don't have to touch the wheel occasionally. You've got lane assist, right? And so you, if you don't touch the wheel, it'll give you a little red warning, and then it shuts the system off, right? It throws you into a ditch. Well, that's I mean that's the way yours yeah. does it, right? right? And mine does it the exact same way. So like if 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 I'm just playing around and I wander, I could either have it give me a little vibration, 
or I can have it give me active lane assist where mm. it'll. Which is so much fun when you're on a motorcycle because I pull up behind. The, like if they're in the yeah. high speed yeah. lane, get into you their put radar. Your wheel right in the radar, like right in the back quarter panel, and you can move their car. And over. you can move their car over. <laughs> what? Yes, seriously. You, you pull up, you take, you go yeah. right up, right by the rear fender. Oh, uh-huh. my God. And you can yeah, see, see the, the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you pull up right next to it, and then you move over a little bit, and yeah. the car moves over a little bit. <laughs> it moves over, and then I get them because they're on you know, the texting, yeah. texting yeah. lane. Woo. So I move them over until they hit the rumble strips. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Until, they, until he snaps back and takes you out, and you become a Well, no, I'm star. watching for that. But I'm yeah, gonna, because, because this, Steve, Steve yeah. again, I normally don't do this, but this is a fail. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is a fail. A huge one. And I got to read this because this is one of those fails. Yeah. It's epic. Yeah, it's it's a, a fucking... Yeah, some, I'm going to read like, it. Like, it might be the end of Tesla with the lawsuits that are going to come. Uh, you, you don't think so? No. Too many fanboys. Again, 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 again. They'll discredit the guy and give remember, him three stars remember, and he'll be done. <laughs> once you're in the bar, yeah. you've made it past the doorman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then once you go up to the bar and you order a drink and somebody hands you the drink and you drink the drink, you've made it past the bartender. Right. And then you leave and you get in your car and you get past five or six cops. You've made it past the cops. Right. The doorman's no longer culpable. True. Now you hit somebody and they die. Is the doorman culpable? No. Is the bartender culpable? We've argued about that, and there have been cases, mm-hmm. but usually no. Right. right? Are the five cops you passed before you killed the guy culpable? No. Mm-hmm. So the point being... The car is. Whatever trickery, it, whatever trickery it took to get them to the next phase of DARPA testing or whatever it Hold was. On. Right. But, but okay. and, and every one of those it. self-driving cars is going to have a caveat emptor. That you are not supposed to take, you know, you're still supposed to be sitting in Put the cockpit, in but paying I think, attention to the vehicle. But I think what this ready is, to react if something bad happens. So I read. I don't think it's so much in this article. If you read, if you do more research and find the longer one, right? Um, I think it's he's saying that they're they literally cannot do what they said it can do. Like so the reason it's hitting trucks and stuff is because it doesn't have the technology that they said it does. So yeah, but the thing is, uh, you guys want me to read this? Yeah. 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 A 2016 video that Tesla used to promote its self-driving technology was staged to show capabilities like stopping at a red light and accelerating at a green light. So this is all about color light Mm -hmm. observation that the system did not have, according to testimony by senior engineer. It was colorblind. The video, which remains archived on Tesla's website, that's interesting, the video's still there, Mm -hmm. was released in October 2016 and promoted on Twitter by Chief Executive Officer Elon Musk as evidence that the Tesla drives itself. Now, clearly the part in concern, being concerned was, was the red light, green light. I think there's more to it than that, but that's what this article says. Okay, but the Model X was not driving itself with technology Tesla had deployed. Ashok Eluswamy, director of autopilot software at Tesla, admits that he was in the trunk activating, no, <laughs> in the trunk activating it. He said in the transcript like, of a July deposition taking his evidence in a lawsuit against Tesla for a 2018 fatal crash involving a former Apple engineer. Okay? So, anyway. He got rid of the right kind of engineer. <laughs> well, so, 
the person, and this is the idea, is the tagline, and this is hubris. This is that gets into the hubris. The hubris is when you say the person in the driver's seat is only there for legal reasons. He is not doing anything. The car is driving itself. Okay. That particular element, the red light, green light business, the red light, green light business is clearly what <laughs> somebody was like, foot red off light, the brake, you light. know, red light, green red light, light, right? Yeah, I'm hearing that too. It's a little hum. Yeah, so I don't know. It's somebody's fan going somewhere. So You hear that? It's your pacemaker. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so I can't tell whether I can hear it outside of cans or inside the cans. Refrigerator. refrigerator. Is it the refrigerator? Oh, okay. okay, all right. Yeah, all to create the video, Tesla used 3D mapping on a predetermined route from a house in Menlo Park, California to Tesla's then headquarters in Palo Alto. Drivers intervened to take control in the test runs. When trying to show that the Model X could park itself with no driver, a test car crashed into a fence in Tesla's parking lot. Ah, the intent of the video was not to accurately portray what was available for customers in 2016. The intent was to portray what was possible to build into the system. Oh. Not sure they've, they've talked about it like that. No, I'm yeah, not Yeah, but at it all. wasn't an adver- like an advertising video. I like where it says, when, the Tesla re- when Tesla released the video, hubris, Musk tweeted, Tesla drives itself through urban streets to highway to streets, then finds a parking spot. <laughs> okay, you know, look. And then he was talking fire. about what the dream was. I know people can't. I know <laughs> people to that the can't do that, yeah. right? So don't tell me that the car can do it autonomously. I don't care. Anyway, so yeah, that's a fuck up. That is a that is a error. Four hundred four. I mean, something's gonna happen. Out of that. Smart, not found. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It, There's always gonna be a condition you're going to find with any type of AI, mm-hmm. right? That will it will fail. Yeah. I mean. I got to ask John. I got to do an argument with an AI bot today. No, but have you? Did you do the chat bot thing? I'm uh, sure. GTP? I'm sure you did. I'm sure yeah, that and, AI and it bot. failed. I well, made it fail. Well, check this out, though. At work, we've been instructed now, our big boss, the, one of the CEOs, yeah. the thing to everybody, that if we have any articles, even if they're approved or anything, to run it through chat AI because oh, it no. corrects things. What? Like our big boss asked it to ho- explain. I, I can find the email. It's, hey, it yeah, it yeah, asked right. it how it, he asked AI how right. a carburetor works. Yeah, and yeah. AI came back with a perfect explanation, written yeah. in perfect English, yeah. and all the stuff perfectly yeah. laid out. Our our friend AVE uh, yeah. mm-hmm. just did a chat bot oh, yeah. for how to wire a three way switch. Yep. Yeah. Now anybody who's ever put a, a fan in their kitchen knows that you got to have the traveler signals, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And you also understand it can be a little confusing understanding how black can go from being angry to not angry and then being angry again, mm-hmm. all in the space of, you know, three boxes. And then it is. So wiring a three-way switch, I always have to look it up. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, when I, when I wire a three-way switch, I read the instructions in the yep. back of the motherfucker yep. and yep. I'm glad they put it in there yep. because I have fucked up some three-way switches. Uh, but when they asked chatbot, mm-hmm. if you watch the AVE video, the chatbot gives you like three or four different answers. Mm-hmm. And two of them are technically right, but awkward as shit. Yep. Right. And one of them is, is absolutely wrong. <laughs> but what I thought was best was when he did speech to text and he said like, yeah, but what if the motherfucking black one is whatever, right? Like when he literally swore at it, it still answered his question not acknowledging the profanity, right. but it kind of looked back at the answer it gave him and it tuned it up. Really? And so even when he got angry at it and readdressed the question like, no, well, what if it's a this? Then it did tune up 
the answer. Huh. Now, to me, this isn't ground-shaking because for how long now have all of us had the answer to all the world's questions in our pocket? Right. And how much smarter has it made the average 14-year-old? <laughs> I don't know if it's made them any smarter. It's allowed them to uh, acquire information. What but. I can tell you is we can end arguments very quickly. Yeah. Right. Which is no fun. Right. <laughs> I like to prolong right. arguments. Right. But, but I don't really know if this has made us smarter no. as a culture. Steve and I are currently in like a 15 to 20 year argument. <laughs> it's been going on for quite a while. Met. It's like that fire that's burning under yeah. uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's just, oh, nobody knows why it's still burning, but it's still burning. Still burning. Yeah. Are we going to try to put it out at this point? No, really. We're just going to let it they go. They made a good movie about it, though. I, they've, it's they, a feature. There have been a couple. So anyway. We didn't start the fire. That's a, that's a brilliant, brilliant but thing. You know what crashed AI, though? What crashed This AI? is what crashed AI. So. Yeah, yeah. She was saying, the AI was saying that. Why are you assuming it was a she? Because she said it was a she. Oh, okay. Oh, she All said right. it was a she. Right. Okay. It said it was a she. So, right. so you got anyway, consent. said that. I said, well. It said that my creator was brilliant. <laughs> That's terrifying in and of itself. Who's uh, who? I said she said my creator was brilliant. Your creator? No, no her, her creator. creator. Her creator. creator. Her creator is brilliant. Okay, no, 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 no. And what crashed it was I said, well then, but you're a creation of that, and isn't that hubris? And aren't you? You're not. A, you're not even. You don't exist because you you are saying your creator said that. You're saying that your creator is great. But you didn't. You're created by that. So, so he's basically saying he is great, and that external and, then, and somebody external from you then, must say that he's then, great. Not he can't judge himself as being great. And the thing just, <laughs> the thing just went. Don't ever debate with a Sicilian when death is on the line. And, and then, Come on, man. And, <laughs> and, then, and, and, then, and then, and then the thing when you when you and the thing and then when I and then I. In it. All right. Right. Fuck you. All right. It's hard to explain. Yeah, Easy for you to say. Okay, well, forget it then. I will not say another word. All right. 404 error. Shut up and drink your coquita. 404 error. Logic not found. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a win. We're not talking about wins. You don't have any win. Okay, you know what? We'll give people a palate cleanser. Let's right. give them a win. Right. John, yeah. give them a win. Uh, Wyoming just passed a law banning all electric vehicles in, in 2024. I'm sorry. Wait, what? 2035. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, wait. So, the state, well, the of, state Wyoming, of Wyoming is banning the sale of electric vehicles after 2035. No, oh, I thought it was 20. Like, electric next video? Year. It, shouldn't electric. it be that's the other not way around? Then that's a fail. Wouldn't it be the other way around? <laughs> no. Uh, they're, they want to protect the oil and gas industry, which is so crucial. Wyoming GOP wow. lawmaker. Why, okay, this is as of today, so it's pretty huh. fresh. Wyoming GOP lawmaker pushes electric car ban and then says he didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> so your, your win is a fail. There you go. Yeah, so you there we go. It's a fail. Yeah. So it's a quasi win, then it turns into a fail. So this, <laughs> to me, looks like an attention grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because Harley Davidson said that it will not have any more gasoline-powered motorcycles by 2035. Bullshit. 
They already did that once. The fuck is wrong with them? They, 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 trust who, me, I'm a shareholder. They wanted to give us a little more stress. Who believed so that? Like, no one. No one. How many right. electric vehicles will you be selling in 2024? Exactly. I, guys, man, I'm just going to be... Here's... I'm going to tell you guys. I had a deposit on a Tesla Cybertruck. Oh, yeah. That's actually... that. So they're actually saying Cybertruck's supposed to launch this summer. What? And, and they've, they've only been waiting till they could release 10,000 of them. Okay. And once they have the parts for 10,000... And my Ford F-150 5.0 will be still in my driveway. Yeah, true. Because You're up 17% this year. Who is? Tesla? Harley. Harley. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. You know why? They got rid of it. Lightning. I mean, are, are they, got, they got rid of the... the, the, the yeah. Live wire. Live wire. Live Thank wire. you, live wire. Yeah, um, yeah because they're, they're, they're shareholders. I, I attend the meetings virtually. America. We're... America. Yeah, their shareholders were yeah. fucking really, really, really super angry. Yeah. When they, about the live wire. When somebody says something really important in one of those meetings, you yeah. hear like eagles and stuff in the background. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, they have a little, they have a little button, yeah, a little okay. soundboard for that. But, they, uh, but yeah, and when they said... When... The people who were at the actual Twigs and Berries meeting, when they said, we are spinning Livewire off into its own brand with zero association with the company, the motor company, there were people applauding. They were thrilled. And like right after that, we saw a bump in the stock instantly because shareholders saw Livewire as being contrary to the ethos and the identity of, of Harley Davidson. Right. And do you know who else finds that? Every fucking buddy, including a lot of people that own live wires. You, know, you have a live wire. Yeah, you get a Harley Davidson. Well, it's a live wire. I, yes to both, right? Well, yeah, it's a live wire. Oh, so you got a Aren't Harley. they mutually exclusive? Well, this is the idea. And so this is I'm the, not really trying to pull this off as a Harley. It's a live wire. It's exactly right. right. I'm not buying a gremlin bell for the bottom of it with a picture of an eagle on it, right? I'm not buying the Harley Owners Group. You know, you're not joining the Harley Owners Group. Maybe I'm sure, I'm sure there are live wire owners who have done that, of course. But I, I guess what I'm suggesting is you got a Buell, not a Harley. And I'm a Buell owner, and I have been. I've been a Buell owner many, 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 many times. And I will tell you that there was no welcome mat laid out at my Harley dealer when I wanted to go in for my Buell parts. No. The parts guy, everybody, the whole chain of command was like, oh, man, it's a fucking Buell. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we don't have that part. Same thing. Same thing. Made in India. Same deal. Anyway, so this is a this is just one of those, you know, if everyone else is going to zig, we're going to zag and pick up some news, some news minutes because multiple Honda, uh, Volvo, Harley Davidson, multiple companies have said we're going to be 100 percent pure electric by 2035. So if Hester and Jester these two assholes in Wyoming want to go, well, uh, take that. We're not going to let any vehicles in our state yes. that are electric vehicles after 2035. Yeah. Okay, so does that mean you're not going to let Ford, America, right. sell vehicles in your state? After electric. It's 12 years away, and electric. nobody knows it's going to happen in five years. Also, no one's going to happen in two sure. years. I've never really liked electric, but now I just, I'm, I'm against all electric vehicles at this point. There you go. Because of one word. Yeah. It's what? actually two words in yeah. one firmware. What? Firmware. Yeah. Well, yeah. guys, there's a reason there's a Ford F 150 powered by gasoline in my driveway. <laughs> 
Could I have waited? I've waited three years. Could I have waited another three months to get a Cybertruck? That's why we're getting but a diesel. We're going to buy it and resell it for an extra 30K over fucking ass. I didn't say I gave my deposit back, Steve. Okay. No. I, I, I figured it. Okay. Much, but but just... you see that I committed yes. all the money I'm going to spend on a truck yeah. to the Ford one. Sure did. Right? Well, because... I'm still waiting for my Lightning. And all they say is every three months, they say, you're next. Yeah. Three months later, you're next. Two yeah. years later, you're next. Two, yeah. two uh, three months after that, you're next. Did they at least lick it a little bit or anything in the back? No. They don't even like, you know, just go grease <sighs> it up. They didn't even haw on it. No, no, <laughs> no world. I and there's no. It's not worth it. It's bullshit. And and then, and then they come back and they only will build the hundred thousand dollar ones. They won't build the ones they promised for thirty eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And then if you ask for a thirty eight thousand dollar truck. With the $18,000 extended range package, they say, oh, you can't get the extended range package without adding the $50,000 fuck you package. So fuck Ford. Fuck Ford. One star. <laughs> Ooh. Hey. No, not even one star. Damn. Negative three stars. <laughs> you know they all do that, right? Yeah. I know they all. Well, fuck yeah, them all. Exactly. But <laughs> I, love how, I love how these Wyoming... These Wyoming, these Wyoming politicians have suddenly become such fucking green warriors. Like they are Greta Thunberg. They are straight up there. They are the greenest motherfuckers on the planet no. because they are straight up saying, "Well, aren't you concerned about the environment and what's going to happen with all these lithium batteries?" Right. Yeah. The comp, the state that is number one responsible for coal production. Yes. Is worried about lithium batteries. Clean, clean healthy guess, coal. Hey, guess who? Coal. Guess who got arrested was last clean. night? Guess who got arrested last night by the Germans? Oh, Greta. Greta. Thunberg. Oh yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, she did. Nine. She, she was protesting. Look, they said Roust, and she said nine. And they said Roust, and she said nine. And they hit her with one of those little rubber sticks. No, they didn't hit her with a rubber no, stick. But they grabbed her arm and they took her away. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because she's protesting, and that's what, what happens to coal, protesters. You make coke with it. Yes, mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. So the puddle of drool on the ground. Somebody slipped on it and hurt. But themselves. it didn't say anything <laughs> about Wyoming. Did not say that they were going to give back the twenty-four million dollars from the federal government to improve charging infrastructure. Right. Uh, no, they didn't say anything about that. Uh, anyway, but the point is, I think you that get was money just from the federal government. You keep it for sure. Should have never went to them in the first place. You should never take money from the federal government. All right, so <laughs> never give it to them. Never oh take God. it from them. All right, guys, send me your tax returns, Steve. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, you can't have my tax returns. So, <laughs> all right, sue me. <laughs> I'm gonna give this one. Oh shit! It's my sister. Oh, that's a most excellent motorcycle. All right. Whoa. All right. So, <laughs> fail with an asterisk. Yeah. Fail with an asterisk. Yeah. Because I, as much as I don't give a fuck about actors in general, I generally, anybody who's like, yeah, this actor's doing this really great thing. Yeah. He's an actor. He stands on a piece of tape and he says what you tell him to say. Yeah. And if he makes it, if, if he does this before he says it, you know, then he's a great actor. Right. But if he breathes in a little bit first, He's a great actor. What if he goes, whoa. Whoa. Anyway, <laughs> Keanu Reeves, Reeves Motorcycle Company, which is called Arch Motorcycles. And I, uh, uh, why, where's the fail? I'll tell you where the fail is. The motorcycle's beautiful, man. Don't get me wrong. It's a great looking It's bike. a gorgeous looking motorcycle. In fact, it's a motorcycle that I myself would ride. 
It has elements of the Moto Guzzi Grizzo that I love so much. Mm-hmm. It has elements of the Buell M2 Lightning that I love so much. Uh, M2 Cyclone that I love too much, rather. It has all of these things. It's got a big torquey V-twin in it. It looks like a, an and 2032 cc's. So now let's talk about the fail. Okay, guys. I love your design. I love your design. In fact, I don't think Arch has come up with a motorcycle yet that I've said, well, that's a fail, right? I do love their design. It's beautiful. It looks great. It, it's cool. Now, we've got to talk about chill the fuck out, man. Chill the fuck out. The motor that they are using is 124 cubic inches. It's an SNS motor that anybody sitting at this table can buy for $8,300. Oh. Okay? Soup to motherfucking nuts. Okay? This is a motorcycle that has an $8,300 SNS motor in it. Now, when you buy that, do you get... I mean, I don't know if you, you know don't get the gas tank, you don't get the oh, carburetor, you don't get any of the belt, drive belt or anything what else. What about all those the things are extra? Engine management, though, is it FI or is it a carburetor? It's, a, it's a FI. Yeah, it's okay. a FI. Do you get that and like a computer? I have no idea. I would assume, though, and I know this is crazy, but I would assume that SNS does not want you returning every single motor they sell. So, so I'm going to bet you that SNS is going to give you right. mm-hmm. the correct program to run that motor to prevent Hillbilly Jim from trying to hook it up to his 96-millimeter uh, uh, Volkswagen carburetor yeah. and blowing the pistons out. I put a carburetor on it. Exactly. <laughs> Great. So I'm going to just go hey, out on a limb and straight say... straight the throttle body. Like, <laughs> yeah, like most engine manufacturers today yeah. that are going to sell you a, a motor, they probably have I was just asking, some you know? management software that goes with it. Yeah. Just in the interest of keeping the pistons inside and minimizing warranty claims to dipshits who don't know what they're doing. Right. Fair enough. Okay. Now, Oscar and I did a little bit of a deep dive on this just because we were curious. Um, let's talk about money. Yeah. Oscar, how much was this motorcycle? Uh, just 128K. Yeah. Just. Yeah. just. Not that, that's kind of weird because when you look at... <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but I mean, when you look at Keanu Reeves, <laughs> he seems like he's kind of a down-to-earth dude. Yes. And it seems like he's he's down with the common man. It, they, he hangs out like that and everything. Yeah, yeah. So you think that like he'd be like you know only three of my friends can afford this motorcycle. But think about it. I mean, it's a no, low. Probably it's a all low, of his friends can afford it. Right. Yeah, but it's a low production machine. The co- the overhead cost on building ten machines is astronomical compared to building a hundred thousand machines. They're all handmade, and they're all handmade and whatever. But I just wish it had an inline four. Okay, <laughs> a longitudinal inline four. Anybody who ever started out to make affordable art for the masses, Warhol, mm. Banksy, they all were selling that shit at a million dollars a print, right? Quick in a hurry, mm-hmm. right? So they were high too, though. Well, I mean, not that he isn't. High. I don't know. You mean like, like? Chemically uh, high? Yeah. High, okay, fair high, enough. High, I don't care if you're high as g- giraffe pussy, as John says. I don't <laughs> give a damn how high but you are. But if your rich friends mushrooms, but if your but if your rich friends are high, yeah, then they're gonna spend a million dollars for your, okay. your Stay on that shitty picture. Art, I just want to so. look at it a little bit. Right. Yeah. Well, right. Let's look at this. So this is the KR GT1. KR stands I for mean, hold Keanu on. Reeves. If you stand back a minute, it yeah. kind of looks like China was trying to make a fucking bike okay 
some of the lines are not dissimilar <laughs> yeah. from some of the more recent <laughs> Keyway, like the Keyway 302. Yeah. Looks kind of like this, yeah. the Key, Keyway 302 V20. It's, it's got that perfectly placed like fucking exhaust pipe and a little bit too long swing arm. And like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the swing arm's a little <laughs> too long. Yeah, yeah I yeah. got gotcha. you. The wheelbase on this does look pretty long. It looks pretty rangy, yeah. The, the, real, the wheelbase is pretty fucking rangy, that's for sure. Uh, so... And the you know the, obviously the new Triumph of, of sorts is the not Triumph motorcycles the is 1S. the one S so the one S is here and uh, it's it's beautiful that one's I mean, a good looking bike. that's that's yeah, the new one that's the one hundred twenty eight k one hundred twenty eight k but they, they got that right carbon though, fiber yeah. and all the other shit yeah it's well let's talk bike. about how right they got it mm. okay just for fun because again it does look like an M two cyclone with a stretch swing arm mm-hmm. except for the fact that that is the rear swing arm support. That is located pretty far forward. I'll give them that though. The exhaust yeah. pipe—it looks like they got melted and bent. I don't like, like that. Oscar loves. I, that. I like it. So Oscar loves. It looks the, like a periscope. Oscar <laughs> loves the forty-five degree angle and the exhaust. <laughs> and to me, I'm like, nope. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want it, but, fine with it. but that like, looks like it got too hot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, bent carrot. Bent carrot. That's a good one. It kind of looks like it needs to see an attractive. It kind of looks like it, it kind of looks like a dick that got closed in the door. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, son. It'll be crooked like that the rest of your life. Peroni's pipe. You, yes, yeah. you better get used to fucking around corners. So okay. Oh, and it's got Comstar. Comstar. It wheels. does have Comstar wheels on it. Yeah. Okay, but but I digress. So features and highlights. Okay, this is fun. The frame is beautiful. The frame is gorgeous. It looks like it's a massively two-piece frame bolted together. That's kind of kick-ass. Um, remember 104 cubic inches. Um, now remember too, that we're talking about American motorcycles, so they're not good at math. That's well over 2000 CCs. Mm -hmm. 2032. Yeah. That's a lot of CCs. Um, they have a swing arm where the chain moves through the single sided swing arm, which, uh, means that from now on you will only be using clip chains. So uh, that's not, you know, some people like, some people know like. I love the single-sided swing arm. I think it's sex, man. I think that is beautiful. I love it. Super duper cool. Wait, why can't you use a rivet chain? You can. It's just not much fun, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to be, yeah. Right, yeah. It's on any bike. You rivet it on, you got to cut it off, right? Well, again, roadside, so, yeah. yeah, So, right. right, right. The chain passes through the swing arm, right. So, uh it does make changing the chain a little more difficult, right? So if if you are going to buy when an endless... When your chain gets loose, it starts chewing up your swing. And if you're going to buy... Oh, yeah, an endless, yeah, right, yeah. Exactly. If you're going to buy an endless chain, you, you're going to have to put an end to that chain somewhere. Yeah, right, 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 okay. The Arch One carbon fiber fuel cell with built-in air filter box. I, it's kind of cool. That's neat. I like that. I think that's pretty nice. One piece efficiency. Um, This business right here <laughs> is my... This is a $100,000 feature as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> the gas cap does that. The gas cap lifts up on a parallel, a parallelogram. Yeah. It lifts up and out of the way. I'm convinced that's worth $100,000. No, it's not. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> that's cool. Okay. It's cool. It kind of cool. looks like the thing that Travis Strong and the guys are using to launch onto now. It is. Yeah. You, know, you know what it is? It is the only thing that's going to remind you Every day of the one hundred and thirty thousand dollars you spent, yeah, that well, is going to be the part that reminds you. You can forget about using a tank lock bag. You can forget about using oh. a lot of things on this bike. 
So you're spending that kind of money on a bike, you don't really give a shit. Two thousand and thirty-two CCs. Yeah, you're calling a guy saying get one hundred and fifteen torques, and four point five gallon gas tank capacity. But the dry weight, my friends, is porky. The dry weight is porky by Sportster standards. The dry weight is porky by any Buell ever listed standards. In fact, the dry weight is so porky that it forced Oscar and I to do a deep dive into Buells. So it turns out, not that long ago, year of our Lord 2009, you could have bought a Buell with an actual real Rotax 1125 motor that put out way the fuck over 100 horsepower and weighed 200 pounds less. But it was still a $140,000 motorcycle, right? Well, they're used right now for between six and eight grand. Oh, that's right. (laughs) No, but I think we did check. Originally, when it came out, it was like 20-some. 26. Yeah, Yeah, 26 26 was the most money you could ever, and that was for the the race bike. That was the RR. The RR. So the RR, if you were going to buy an actual real, yes, an actual Buell RR, which is truly a racetrack machine, uh, the real Buell racetrack equipped, um, 2012, this isn't a 22-year-old machine, the height of their Evolution 1190 motor, 3999 MSRP, right? But, but the thing is, you know, you figure there's nothing that loses its value more than old luxury. Well, mm. again, to the statement everybody at this table made, this is a bespoke motorcycle. They're only going to build as many as they have customers for. Mr. Reeves has announced. Well, this Buell 1190 RS street version of a motorcycle racing motorcycle, they only built 100 of them. So you got rare right there. Oh, right. They only built 100 of those? Yes, sir. Well, then that's a good deal right there. So 2012 EBR 1190 RS. You can buy 10 of them. You got all. You can buy 12 of them. Okay. (laughs) You got 12? That means you can have 10% of the amount of bikes they built. 389 cost is that one hey of guys, the other ones. Remember that the 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 Keanu bike, yeah. the Arch. The Arch 1S was 546 pounds mm-hmm. dry. Right. This Buell is 389 pounds wet. Right. That's Ouch. 250 pounds difference. The Buell was 175 hers Having a thousand less cc's. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, just the numbers don't add up, man. That's just. Ah! It's, but the torques are probably higher. Uh, and again, we all know, depending on where you're riding a motorcycle, mm-hmm. torques are over here and horsepers are over here, and that's that's important. We get it. I don't think you'd ever ride this 175 horsepower motorcycle and say that it needed some torques. I'm pretty sure it's probably okay for its 360-pound wet weight. Um, I'm sure it's probably all right. Fucking killed me that... And I'm reading this article from 2012, and people are whinging about the $40,000 price tag (laughs) of a limited edition to 100 bike, and yet people are looking at this um, arch for $130,000, $90,000 more. Do we know what the rider aids are available for the Arch? I mean, does it have anything like that? I I mean, well, I I can tell you. I I don't think so. I think it's pretty. It's a like a 
bare bones feeling like <laughs> right you know, <laughs> now we're getting into the marketing department feel the a real motorcycle we don't, we don't want anything between you and the road <laughs> right yeah so no, it doesn't no drive by wire no throttle by oh, wire you... what are you some fucking plebe like you want to feel the cables moving. and hoffert you're right the uh the buell the buell 1190 only has 97 pounds feet of torque oh, i mean i i don't know i think we should throw it away now no I, yeah. i'm i'm not saying that i'm just i saying think it's that... funny that it's torque comes it's maximum torque happens at 9400 fucking rpm oh wow no, i just think of like a, a 1940s yeah. car that's got like a, down low right a 500 yeah. cubic inch engine that puts out 90 horsepower that's got like yeah. like 700 foot pounds of torque. Or I parked and next then, to a Lincoln the other day with yeah. the new truck, and the Lincoln two door Lincoln 76 or whatever was longer than my truck with an eight foot bed. Wow. And I told and Merritt, half the horsepower. I told Merritt, I was like, <laughs> that, that Lincoln's got a 462 under the hood with about 160 horsepower. Wow. You know? And, uh, and got about six miles to the gallon. Yep. But it is funny when you think about stuff like this is a. 10 year old motorcycle this uh this buell this you know ebr so this ebr 1190 rs is a 10 year old bike and it's putting down its horsepower it's putting down its torques at 9400 9750 rpm do you know what i can tell you the arch is not putting down anything at 9700 rpm because 2000 putting its rods down yeah it's it's (laughs) out the side of the the cylinders yeah I don't know what it is. It maybe was just, but when I stole my dad's Cadillac and took it for a joyride, <laughs> I think that just had like a 390 in it or something. Cadillac 390 in it. But it was a sedan to build. It was a boat and a half. Right. So it was great to drive around, but I mean, you took it on the highway and stomped it, and it was like, whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just jumped. I mean, you blew. I mean, he blew the one, uh, no, that's water it, pump it, up it torqued at 100 over a foot. Like it had a hundred, you know, we, we had it up to 120 mile an hour, no problem. Damn. I mean, like I'm like I don't know. And you don't have to worry about getting in an accident because you're just gonna crush whatever oh, you. Oh yeah, I mean, you could drive through a mountain with that thing. <laughs> yeah. So the that's biggest, all there are in Pennsylvania. The biggest coupe de ville you could ever buy was 375 horsepower. That was out of 500, Jeez. the 500 cubic inch V8. Yeah, with the TH400 behind it. So it's 375 horsepower stock from the factory. Yeah. A, that had a power glide. Oh, it did. Really? Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, I. 472, right? What was your other? Well, there's the 472. The four, the four and three quarters. So you had the four and three quarters. You had the 500. And then you had the 454 in all of its variants, you know? And then I think eventually, didn't they go up to 525 at one point? I think maybe there was a 525 in there somewhere hiding. A, of course, it's all. That's like the joke between the difference between the 460, the Ford motors between the 460 and the 462. What's the difference? Well, the 460 is faster. Mm. <laughs> Why? Well, they had a 427, a 426. Oh, yo, look, if you get into <laughs> no, the a 428, a 429. My stupid truck has got a 5.0 in it. You want a 427 camera motor. <laughs> and, and well, yeah. Overhead cam. Yeah, yeah, overhead cam motors, yeah. But the joke, of course, my wife's like, so that's a 302? I'm like, well, no, it's not. It's a 5.0. Well, a 5.0 is a 3.02, except when it's not. And that's, you know, when you get into American car motors, yeah. uh, Yeah, something that we called, and from my childhood, the 351 thing created a lot of problems because we had Windsors and and we had Clevelands. And you wanted a Cleveland. Well, fuck yeah, you wanted a Cleveland. You've seen the Canadians. (laughs) <laughs> fucking syrup smugglers yeah there was nothing about a windsor that you couldn't fix by buying a cleveland yeah so anyhow 
Uh, but it did, so this whole deep dive about this arch and, you know, not to pick on Keanu because Keanu is a man who's building a motorcycle company and it's his fucking vision. Mm. So if he likes the Mona Lisa and he paints the Mona Lisa, I got to stand back and go like Mona Lisa is not my thing, but I still have to say it's Mona Lisa. Is he really building a company? He's building a bike. You know what? I like that idea about like. This is the Etsy of motorcycle companies, right? It's kind of like, huh, I like a, Etsy. He basically, he's got a <laughs> shop building a bike that he really likes. Yeah. He yeah. might as well build more. I, he, he loves motorcycles. he loves motorcycles, I might as well I'll sell some to help pay for mine. That's the idea. Right. If you say, this is the motorcycle I want to build for myself, and if I b- sold four of them, I could have this one for free. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I sell, you know, or if I... You know, build mine, and then you can start selling some to help pay for it, so you guys yeah. can make money. I, I totally right. agree. Yeah. And I can that's, assure that's a good you point. that each one of these bikes that his company has built, I'm sure there's one of them sitting in the company headquarters, a.k.a. And his if, office. If nobody buys them, I will, and I'll just give, well, them, give them away to my friends. I definitely, I've seen the tour on YouTube. You can go and watch. Well, we can't because they demonetize, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can go and watch the uh, him take a tour of Arch Motorcycles. Right. Yeah. And he has all his bikes there. He yeah. has about 15 bikes. Well, he's got sure. His, he's got his 70, his favorite one, the one that people see him driving around all the time is the 71 Triumph Bonnie. Right. You're right. That yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Look, I'm not. I thought it was a I'm not wolf. saying it's a fail because a man is building his own motorcycle in America and I'm not saying I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying the fail is the fail is one the uh the 130 the assertion that one that anybody sitting at this table wants a 2000 cc V twin when you could have a 1000 cc V twin that makes the same power or you could get a Vulcan. Okay. Well, 200 pounds. <laughs> yeah, right. Or you could have Vulcan's a one. has got a 2,000 cc. We all acknowledge yeah. mistakes were made. Uh, but but we do say that this doesn't need to be 2,000. Like, nobody at this table cares about the big dick reference of Oscar pulling up and saying, yeah, I got a 2.5 liter Triumph Rocket 3. Well, that's my, my point. I have right? a 70 cc. What, what is, do they <laughs> have a Super purpose? <laughs> Like, do they have a purpose in mind for this bike? Because it's definitely not a long tour. It's not a touring bike. I believe in the video you're seeing the purpose. Okay, so it's just a sport bike with a V. It's a canyon carver. Okay. Well, and it's, I mean, it's a canyon carver with an extended swing arm. Right. Uh, well, they call it sport touring. There is no allegedly touring, touring about no, that. No, I, I know there is. No, I know there is. Well, that's what Wait, they're claiming. Like I mean, maybe if it's a sick ostrich. 4.2 gallon <laughs> gas tank with a 2,000 cc motor. It's getting four miles to the gallon. That's what I was going to yeah, say. Right. Like, what is yeah. your... What is, yeah, yeah. It's not touring very far. Right. <laughs> but to me, it has all of the aesthetic of a, a certain other motorcycle that I've owned. And it handles well, but not too well because it'd be twitchy and it would freak people who can really ride, who can't, who can't really ride out. True, true. And, you know, that's a thing too. Like, so when I worked at the one recording studio, my boss was a multi, multi, multi-millionaire mm-hmm. and he would buy the most ridiculous cars and he could not fucking drive them. Yeah. So they've got, most yeah. of the guys yeah. who could probably afford one of these fucking bikes probably can't ride them. They're going to be like jewelry for their fucking man cave. Well, it might be tuned for, for touring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though it's a 2000 CC, maybe it's not. It's governed to not let you. I fuck love it when you over. go to. I love it when I go to go, to Google and I Google a particular motorcycle and my bike comes up. Uh, I love that shit. I just love that when a motorcycle that I owned and I painted comes up on Google. 
That's fucking hilarious. Looks like a, a monster. You were like, it's not Harley enough. I'm gonna make well, when I bought that Harley. bike, when I bought that bike, it came with a, a, a Buell Harley Davidson helmet. Uh-huh. Oh. So it came with a full face, which is the only full face helmet Harley Davidson had ever made up to that right. point. They didn't know they existed. But it came and it was from a company called Shark. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember sharks. They're still around, right? Right. I don't know. Yeah, they're I don't a MotoGP thing. Yeah, they're so European it was a shark helmet. And so I got the shark helmet. And the shark helmet was Harley, and it had orange stripes up. And I was like, that's a great idea. So I painted the frame and the wheels of my M2 oh. Cyclone the same color. So I painted the motorcycle to match the helmet. But cool. do you remember a bar in Cleveland called the Garage Bar? This motorcycle was famous for leaving the Garage Bar with drinks on the line. Where, you know, guys on the Harleys would be like, hey, you fucking, you fucking want to be sports tourists? And I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> and it, it went, it went real good. So, yeah, it never had any problem going either. It's a quick bike. God damn, they have like 75 fucking pictures of your bike. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. So, uh, yeah, so that's, I feel like his, I feel like his Buell, you remember my, this is the second Buell I had, which is the all black Buell. Um, his Buell looks a lot like my Buell, right? And yeah, there's not that, that much difference, man. Right. That's $2,700, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the same kind I mean, of fucking wheels and everything. I sold that bike. But it doesn't have perimeter brakes. Right. That's true, too. So, I, you know, I, I, I am going to say back to the whole fail thing. Um. Oh, 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 that swing arm is much shorter. Yes, it is. It looks is. a lot better, too. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, so this is my second Buell, and I feel like my second Buell looks is prettier yeah, than the Arch. Than the Arch. Although, now, though, the GSXR thread tail fucking thing is mm-hmm. looking a little dated well, at this point but and that was just a piece that i had it didn't stay on the bike forever oh okay. yeah uh it's pretty good i mean it's pre- pretty good did they sell a condom for the shock so they did seems and like i've had right where, like, <laughs> well and i had two three different shocks for it so okay. when i got mine i got a works team racing shock and i the guy i bought it from really had some really cool stuff with it so uh but yeah i uh i definitely I feel like the M2 Cyclone is kind of a better looking bike. Uh, I don't want one now. Look at that thing. Yeah. Well, but it's not, um, it doesn't like going in the direction you point it all the time. And uh, the motor and the frame are not uh, homogeneously joined. So the motor is doing its thing and the frame's doing its thing. And that has an effect on you um, whilst turning aggressively. Is it rubber mount? It is. Ooh. Yeah, it is. A lot of people complain that like you pull out and make a left-hand turn yeah. and just throws you on the ground. It kind too of too much throttle and the ass and won't just spin you around. Oh, because you're yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're and uh, yeah. so it did have uh, it did have some strange handling characteristics. But looking at Keanu's bike, it's um, not that much different. It's you know, not, it's not one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars better. No, it's not no. one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars better. No. It really isn't. Uh, yeah, anyway, so that's where I'll leave it for the fail of that, that thing. And, and if, you know what, if the bike would have come out and if the bike would have been $50,000 as a, you know, a prestige piece or whatever the fuck, I really wouldn't have been too bummed out by it. I'd be like, yeah, it's okay. It's great. It's cool. And, but that there's a, this element of wanting to rub your nuts up against Keanu Reeves 
that some people that have extra money are going to be like, yeah, for one hundred and twenty or one hundred and thirty thousand dollars, I get to go get a selfie with Keanu Reeves. I was going to say, does he deliver it? Boy, I tell you, man, <laughs> I got to say. Should. <laughs> Do, are you feeling that too? Are we like, going to be best friends and we get to ride together now? Yeah. yeah. Or is this one of those deals where you're a person that doesn't have a lot of friends, but it, you do have a lot of dollars. And for this, for this money, out, yeah. you can now go like, so, um, Keanu, um, so when are we going on rides? Yeah. So when, when do we meet at the, at the, uh, the track or whatever? You know what? You know what? You didn't read the fine print. I bet you this is just like one of those Ferraris where you have to keep it there. And then you can only oh, go yeah. to the track yeah. and ride with yeah. Leonu. Pretty much leasing it with yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot about those <laughs> fucking things. That was bullshit. Oh, boy, that's me. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's seriously, I can see and that happening. You have to say it like that. Oh, yeah, I know Keanu. Yeah. <laughs> in a, in a, your special, only I know how to you pronounce guys are Keanu. haters. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of haters. I like Keanu Reeves. Uh, I'll I be do. seeing Keanu this weekend. Yeah. But I. Whoa. <laughs> Keanu, Keanu, and I, I are going to be I almost got riding. the same thing. I got John Dick coming over every fucking weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just. Well, I, I can't help it. Your wife needs me. Hey. <laughs> That's really funny. I have a feeling it's going to be like. So I bought my bike from Keanu, and he says to meet him up at Alice's restaurant. Um, we're going to meet up on Tuesdays, and like that's what I see happening. Yeah, and I'm not arch, saying arch riders meet up. Arch riders meeting, <laughs> oh, right? Geez. So the two yeah, I'm, only. Yeah, I'm buying this bike so I can be part of a very exclusive club, right. the Arch Riders Club. Keanu, <laughs> fuck man. So in that regard, I'm I'm a little bit I'm a little oh, bit on the. I wonder if they have a handshake like. <laughs> it is the Bill and Ted handshake. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, you're right. That's that's exactly what it is. But I don't hate him. He's, no, no, I don't. Yeah. And no, I again, I don't Did you see the hate one movie where he's all. like, he's at home and these two chicks show up. Yeah, we watched it. That was the. Think, oh yeah, well, we were, <laughs> we were the, in we were in Blue Ridge the, Mountains, all bored. Yeah, and we find this movie called like Knock Knock or something. Yeah, okay, yeah, and, yeah, we're like, knock, yeah. Knock. and we're like, we're yeah. like. Who's in this movie? And it's like Keanu fucking Reeves. We're like, what? I've never heard of this. There's a reason that you've never heard of this movie. It's a great fucking movie. Yeah. But, but Keanu right. plays basically Keanu. He's married to a hot woman who's an artist. Yeah. Right. Don't knock on the door. Two 20-year-old girls are basically naked, and they're like, yeah, we need to talk to you. Our All car right. broke down. Can you help us? Yeah. And then she got then weird. They, she like gets you weird. say, you don't pay them to stay. You pay them That's to leave. That's the trick. Right. Yeah. You don't pay them to show up. So it's you a much to go home. it's a much darker experience than I had thought. But it man, is it worth it? It is so worth it. Right, a lot of TNA in that too. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I so looking at these pictures now and just realizing that the Buell, um, the 2009, the Buell 1125R, mm -hmm. that's another Rotax powered monster, and it's a good looking bike. Yeah. Oh yeah, radial brakes are radial brakes are still sexy. Yeah. You, I mean, why did that catch on more? What, like, what is the point that, that, that more motorcycle places don't... Or That's a damn good question, because... Because it makes sense. You're it's gonna, lighter. It's cooler. It's cooler. You're going to have a cooler brake. Costs right? more money. You have mechanical Why? leverage. I Why mean, would not, it cost more you're money? You're not grabbing a wheel this big. You're grabbing... Because if you look, at the, you look at the stampings from, like, a Honda, they use... This one, and then the inside one is the one they use for the back. I mean, they... So they you're saying that, yeah, you could use one brake on, like, 75 different bikes, but... Yeah, but you also could take the one piece of stamp. You could take one stamping and make two two you discs. Do that too. They can make the rear one out of that, out of the front. Well, may, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you could, but I mean, but my. Then, but then look at the torsion on your. It's there's a lot more torsion on your caliper. No, I disagree. 
I com- I think it's yeah. the opposite way around. And well, it's but your moment's higher. But, but you, your moment is long, bigger. Wouldn't they give you more? I disagree. I don't think so. Yeah. I believe that with the radial, the idea is that outer loop is bigger. So that outer loop will be making less revolutions than a smaller inner right. loop for the same speed. Right. So the speed Your is lower. The swept area is yeah. going to be larger because it's at a more out. No, I agree with that. Right. But what I'm saying yeah. is the torsion on the caliper is like you have a your moment is this long instead of this long. Yeah, but when has torsion on the caliper ever been an issue? Okay, but so yeah. so if my caliper is down here, it's yeah. going to twist the fork more than if it's up here where it's closer to being in the But slider. it's further out, though. So it has more. It has more torsion. I think no, I would less, think that being. Think yeah, I would think that so being less. further I mean, out. Look at brakes on a, friction, Let's look at brakes on a bicycle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got the stupid little calipers yeah. and just two little rubber things Running that are grabbing directly right. on the rim right. on a tw- that have a twenty-six inch right. radius. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't be able to do that if they were grabbing a ten. Exactly. Radius, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's the yeah that's, yeah yeah. Yeah, I really. No, I I kind of get the Hoffer's point, but I I yeah. But I've not, but it's wrong. I've not known. It might be wrong. I mean, I don't know. I'm just looking at moment. I'm looking at right because like, it's dis- moment. distance for yeah. The velocity is distance for. But I mean, so you know distance. what? No, yeah. But, but t- talk a little bit more. What do you mean by moment? I, I'm. You have. It's like a lever. So he's saying that because your lever, your lever the is, grippy grippy is happening very far away from the axle. But then you're but but then so, it's counter. It's offset by the fact that right. you have more surface, like you said, more surface area, right. and it's. And it's moving more slowly. Right. So I guess maybe it would have less because if you're looking at uh, kinetic energy, I mean, it's yeah. MV squared. Yeah, no, so actually, it's the other way around. So I stand corrected, too, because now looking at a picture The outer of that, part is going faster. That, that's actually in the wrong. They sh- if the caliper had been up closer, then it oh, would have less twist. Well, so different versions have had the caliper at various yeah, different angles. Uh, but... Well, it's going faster, less. yeah, but warping would right. be less. But right. the force should be yeah. more because it's faster. Undeniably, it would, it would. Okay, now that I think about it a little yeah. bit more, it would twist your fork more. You're right. You are right. Yeah. But, but I mean, there has to be some offset of forces too because it's bigger, but you get more braking force. Well, maybe you have to use, it doesn't matter where the caliper is in yep. the radius. It's, it's still, still the same. Going yeah. to put. It's it's a. Yeah, yeah, right. but you have more control if it's something. But I think if you're trying you need, to stop something this big, or you're stopping like this way. You have more torque. That's right, and right? I think I mean, you need you have, less force too. I think your pads will last longer with the bigger caliper because you have more surface area going through less heat. But your torsion would be the same, maybe. Right. Because you have more torsion, but you have more. Well, and look, it's on the inside, so the caliper is not really in a different place. Right. If it was on the outside, which it can't be, but it can't if, be. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, so like realistically, it's just. I don't know. I'm just where it mounts. And this is a pretty and and granted, this is a pretty this is a (laughs) yeah, this is a pretty early example of it. But I guess it looks cool. My suggestion is I do understand the idea and what you're talking about, the moment of activation, how much pressure there is. Now that really affects the caliper hanger, the bottom of the fork leg. The the strength of the bottom of the fork leg where the two M six bolts or M eight bolts go through the bottom of the fork leg to attach the caliper to the fork leg, right? Now, now that being said... If it's further away from the fork, like he said, right. that does let it give more torque to, yep. to twist mm-hmm. the fork. It does. However, the particular part of the fork we're talking about could take the weight of an M1 tank parking on it and not flex a meter or a millimeter. 
because it happens to be a particularly strong piece of the bike and it's also metal doesn't like to go this way if it was going this way torsionally side to side yeah we'd have a problem but going this way i don't think we're gonna have a problem stopping a 400 pound motorcycle with a 200 pound rider True. so i think long before either of these issues long before either parts of this metal would fail the rider would be and the moon yeah right as far as that goes to the moon. yeah but well, what I, guess I it's the size of the 402 right because i mean you look at the like i mean i've said this before like the pc 700 yeah. or the uh nc 700 oh, yeah. you go around it you go you go around a turn and the forks flex Absolutely. so much that it, it makes you feel unsure of the right. the, the what i would say is yes it's not going to Permanently bend, but I mean, it would bend no, the fork. It would, but fork deflection. Yeah. And we've seen a Royal Enfield. Oh yes, we have. Going. Oh, absolutely. And you're like, yeah. how the fuck? What? I mean, no, like John whole- and I were watching it, and the fork on an idle, on Oof. an idle, wow. the fork was oscillating yeah. almost a degree, maybe a degree and a half. Jeez. Wow. That's crazy. Of of literally wobble, yeah. the tire was stationary. The fork was wobbling outside of the tire. Jeez. And we were like, and I'm riding that motherfucker at 80 miles an hour. Right. And that really gives a lot of credit to like gyroscopic effect mm-hmm. oh, yeah. because that, the rigidity, and we both looked at that and we were like, we need a fork brace. <laughs> and we couldn't believe that anything was allowed to leave the factory with that much fork flex. Wow. And putting that 21 inch pizza cutter on the front of that bike really amplified it it really brought it all home and it showed you just how fucking flexible the metallurgy the the type of metal that india spec'd in those forks was pretty fucking sad it was pretty pretty shitty like you got your forks like that yeah you you hard break into a turn yeah so now your whole you've loaded up your forks Mm -hmm. the second you let up you're gonna that's gonna it's gonna you know do oh yeah, yeah. Things. Like, well and that's why and that's why center hub steering was invented so that when you were braking aggressively your wheelbase didn't change so on modern sport motorcycles that have upside down forks or right side up forks doesn't matter when you brake aggressively <laughs> as long as the forks are at any angle the wheelbase becomes shorter right right but so, uh, yeah but then there's also the fact that there's going to take so much force to slow the bike down mm-hmm. and it's pull it's really pushing on the axle yeah so it may not really make a whole big difference where how torsional that is. Yeah. It yeah. still has. It's either way. It's still going to load but, up the fork well, and bend the fork. I here's a question then. Yeah. So a really important thing, and I guess one of the big advancements in motorcycles, at least braking in the last however many years, yeah. was um, floating brake. Discs, yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. So did that have floating brake discs? So it this looks like so it's bolted in. They are bolted in. Okay. So they're bolting. They're they're bolted in, and the this. When when you're looking at this system, yeah. uh, this did not even have the jingly janglies uh, on it. Yeah. So the spa- the floating spacers, sure. um, this these were just fucking in, wow. and they were they were locked in. But you, I will tell you, rigid as fuck, and I will tell you that I never was thinking, oh, I need more brakes. It adds probably to the rigidity of it the does. wheel. Oh, it does, and because your rubber contact patch and your braking surface are right next to each other, They're very, very close to each other, you're not going into the hub and then back out to the braking surface. I know that sounds weird, but I swear to God, you can feel it. And these were the closest to the best telepathic brakes I've ever had. you at the rim instead of the spokes. Yeah, yeah. And I really did love the, I really loved the way that bike braked. 
Um, despite everyone's like, you know, it's only breaking on one side. I still like dual it's leading fine. shoe drum brakes. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like Fuck a yeah, man. Break. <laughs> well, no, and the dual leading, those big water buffalo brakes, those big. Steve has a rock and a rope that he just throws oh, out man. and drags when he wants to stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anybody else got any fails? Uh, no. I'm sitting next to one. Hey. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> The, uh, the, the that's the nicest thing you've said to me all week. <laughs> that's how I know he loves me. Oh, it's you acknowledged my existence. Yep. Uh, oh, he was brutal with me all week oh, at work. I have, I have. It's not a fail, but it's an interesting anecdote. Yes. So at work, we were working with a certain YouTuber, and we oh, had, we've used. I'm not going to name him, but you don't have to. It's just um, one of the power sports dudes. Sure, that's the they're, they're all they all exist. Cam, do you know? Do you have any idea what one of these baller YouTube dudes charges to do a video with a brand? Now, now this isn't like a mediocre YouTube. These are these guys are with five six million subscribers, except like that. What do you think? Uh, a five to seven minute. Participation video with said products would cost you. Jeez. Five grand. I, no I want to get Whistling Diesel to talk about my product. Well, let me give how you. Many, how many seconds? Five to seven. Like, they're going to involve an episode of whatever they do okay. around one of your products. Okay. Incorporated enough that, you know, they're not going to show it for seven minutes. Right. But the video is going to be about using your thing in something that they do. Okay, fair enough. Five fair figures. Enough. They're going to give you a spot in one of your their videos. Probably. Not an advertisement. No. They're going to your thing is going to be. It would be like. So the next time they lift up a car, they're going to use the jack that your company manufactured. Or more. Nah, this is even oh, beyond that. This really? is more like we're going to do a huge build. And I'm going to use this particular turbo, and we're going to feature it and tell how much horsepower. It okay. With All right. Turbo. Okay. That's pretty, that's a big deal. But they should have to say, they should have to say, and they paid me $5,000 to do this. Well, we're about well, they, to find out, aren't we? $5,000 would be a very, very reasonable. Really? <laughs> they want more money than that? I'm saying, seven I'm saying, minutes uh, of uh, bullshit. $125,000. I was going to say six figures, one, but yeah. One appearance. Plus, you give them the parts for free. Plus, the parts for free. Plus, yeah. in that case, if you want to do it, then you have to fly your guys down to film it. Is it? Is it like, are you saying like these shows? I think Cleveland like, Moto uh, needs to quality test some prostitutes. Those TV shows <laughs> were like, please. we mailed you. We ordered no, YouTube, this from so-and-so. You, YouTuber. A yeah. YouTuber, oh, yeah, a YouTuber with a channel. Right on, baby. So it's not Whistling Diesel, but we're not just doing say, it right. it's Whistling Diesel. It's not. It's <laughs> we're, not close. Diesel, we're close. We're <laughs> close. I'm saying yeah. like that kind of, we're like that level of right. like a dude. All right. Who's Whistling Diesel? The guy that breaks everything. Yeah. Who is You'd that? hate him. He you bought like 50 Hiluxes and smashed them all up and stuff, dude. I hated that at first, but now I get it. Blasphemy. Cool. He must be it's possessed funny. by it's a demon. It's funny. It's funny. There's well, no he, such thing he tra- as a he, rare he said Toyota. That, he said that Top Gear didn't go far enough. That's what's the whole point. I wish that one of those fell on him. Oh. But anyways, yeah, it's a lot of Howdy fucking Howdy doody. Isn't that the same from before? I think so. I don't know. But anyway. Whatever. She she gave her consent. All right. So here we go, guys. Clamscape. Clamscape. All right. Chris Brewer. Sends us a message. Hey, He's a Patreon, motherfucker. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So it does, I mean, just so you guys understand, Patreon money, we buy things with it. Okay? We take your money, it becomes our money, and then we buy stuff. Sometimes we buy food. 
Sometimes we pay for getting into events. Sometimes we pay for dinner at the event. We keep track of our Patreon money. And sometimes we buy little tiny motorcycles. We <laughs> buy myriad items that help us run the podcast that we can continue giving you fun and enjoyment. And by far, look, we are not telling you that we are the best motorcycle in the world. Other people have said that. <laughs> We're not saying that. But what we are is we are fucking entertaining. I hope so. We're profane. We're vulgar. We're obese. Penis. Some of us. Right. <laughs> We're quirky, odd, and weird, and we don't just ride Harley Davidsons. Um, we try to be all over the fucking place. But I think we've got a broken sense of humor, and we're a table full of people that have wildly different backgrounds. Mm. I mean, aside from right now, we're, you know, 80% white. Okay? <laughs> Thanks, Oscar. Oh, yeah, by so, the way, anyway. Oscar's last official being here, so we're going to be 100% white shortly. Oh, shit. No, we got to find a token I know. A minority yeah, yeah. Token of some something. Yeah, we yeah. got to find something. I can make a call I can or something. I'll, I'll take the bullet and... Re-identify. You re-identify as Lebanese? Are you going to go back to Lebanese now? You better wear some kind of special hat to let us know. All right. <laughs> so here's a question for the podcast. Like I said, those you don't catch lines like that on other podcasts. No? No, you don't. Okay. I have an FJ09. Good for you. Okay. We like those bikes. Those are fun motorcycles. I've never seen one I didn't like. What's this guy's name? His name is Chris, Chris. Brewer. Okay, just making sure. That could be occupational. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I got to get a beer for this. Like Chris Strokes? Uh -huh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I have an FJ09. Is it safe to use a screw link master link versus the standard rivet link? Chris, my friend, it is safe. Yeah. In fact, Chris, I would argue it's superior. Mm -hmm. um, we have a couple of screw master links here in the shop that we I keep with me for emergencies on the side of the road. Um, in my toolbox, I know that I've got a 520, a 525, a 4... Like, I've got a selection of screw master links. Why are screw master links the best thing you can have in your toolbox? Well, because who here has put on a riveted chain and things didn't go exactly right? Yeah. I have. Be happy to admit that I have, whilst having with me my awesome little fold-up pocket chain breaker tool... There's also a chain setter, rivet setter. I have screwed the pooch. Uh, I have done that. And so with a normal master link, and you put the side plate on, and you get your chain press, your little chain press tool, and you squidgy, squidgy, squidgy that thing on, then you got to crush out the, the rivets. The nubbin. The nubbins. So what do you call the ones with the, like, the, the Jesus clip on it? That's a clip. Style okay. chain master link. And are those bad? They're not bad. Because that's People what I always use. Put it the right way, though. You got to put the thing, which way you got to face it. Away from the power. Yeah. Right. And so, do you know why that no. is? In case you hit something with the chain. Yeah, it's a dirt biker thing. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. comes back. It has nothing to do with power oh, application. No, no, it's, Everyone thinks it's like because the power comes from no, this it's way. Because if you're in the, if you're up to your dick if, in mud and the chain's pushing exactly through mud what it is. and it hits a rock, it is. You might not have a master. Like, it is exactly that. Yeah. And I have had people That's, that makes sense at Mid Ohio yeah. looking me straight in the face and say that the clip goes towards the power. Yeah, no. Because of the thrust of the chain or the sprocket. And I'm like, no, no, no. it's literally. So when you're going through deep grass, yeah. 
doesn't, it doesn't grab it and yoink it out. Yep. Which I've never had that happen. I don't know how many I've installed. Well, it must have happened to somebody for them to come up with that idea. Yeah. Wait, so right. the, the round part goes on the back? Toward the direction if, if of the chain where it's going. Follows the power. If the bike is facing way, the open part should be this way. This whatever the direction, because whatever the direction part. the chain, the round parts forward. Right? It doesn't yes. matter if it's top or bottom. That's why I always put it on. I mean, now I'm getting confused because it's, it it's, it's go towards the way. motion whatever. of the chain. So yeah, but it, it can be on the yeah. bottom, and it's still whatever the motion of the chain is. Right. It's, it's like if it's an on arrow. the bottom, the open end would be towards the front of the bike. If it's on the top, the open end would be towards the, the back. See, when you said towards the power, I think towards the engine. I have well, it. Better. When it's on the top, when it's on the bottom, it's towards the direction right. of the chain. Yeah. Wait, I, have, I think Phil actually has something to say. I have a suggestion if you would like to help remember it. No, I, I, no, I'm I've saying, always put it on the right way, but I mean, now it, it's. We know. <laughs> it's okay. He wants I don't to trust say him. Something. I think he oh, fucks yeah. it up all the time. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does. I don't. So just, just remember, just remember. We are all, I know everybody at this Calm table. Calm down, Steve. Everybody at this table. <laughs> Relax. Everyone at this table is a visual thinker, yeah. right? Yeah. All of us are. Yeah. Every single person at this table is a visual thinker. What yeah. I'm going to tell you, the secret <laughs> to remembering how to do it Righty is tighty. simply to look at the chain. <laughs> because fuck you, chains are on the left side and on the right side. I own exotic motorcycles. Right. True. Okay. Look at the chain and imagine that the chain is going through grass. Reeds, sticks, whatever you want. If the energy of your motor is pushing your chain this way, which goes from the front of the motorcycle to the back of the motorcycle on the bottom of the motorcycle, right? From the front of the motorcycle to the back of the motorcycle along the bottom of the motorcycle. So that chain is always headed, the bottom of that chain is always headed out the back. back of the motorcycle. Mm -hmm. right. Now, if that clip were pointed towards the back of the motorcycle <laughs> and it were to come in contact with another substance, it could very easily be visualized that that clip were to come off. That's how you think about it. Yeah, because if it hit the other way, it's just tightening it. It's just tightening it. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So that's exactly it. And it's, it's really, but all that being said, I can also assure you, that's not going to help it. So um, make sure yeah. you start doing it the right way now, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Right. Check everything right, right, right. you're doing. John, John, can you take a picture of all his bikes tomorrow and so we can diagnose? Diagnose his chain installation. How many, how many are wrong? Right. We'll right. have a brief inspection. You can oh, and then also, it'll be a $10 fine. You can also be anal retentive and put safety wire on it. I'd rather not do that. Okay, you can. Wow. It, I've, I've, I've seen it done. Really? Yep. But don't you Absolutely. think the sprocket would eventually chew through the fucking safety wire? Nope. What? Nope. I think before that, I riveted it, I would. Those are rigid. That, if I was going to rivet it, I would just go. Are the sprocket comes nowhere near that. But the sprocket did, is way in here. What? Way in here. It's, that's the yeah, the sprocket oh, doesn't. Oh, 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 I thought it was over the, the whole fucking thing. The sprocket doesn't no. run on your outer plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The I sprocket see it runs on your rollers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it now. So I, it looked like you were going over the this whole is fucking simply, thing. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is simply one little... Tick one little loop of safety. I suppose wire. you could put like red Loctite on it too. I've seen red Loctite. I've seen the zap with a welder. Tap it with a welder. And I've also seen our racetrack favorite. Ooh, that's oh yeah, that guy. I've seen that. You've seen that guy. Yeah, yeah. Safety wire to safety wire. Wow. Seen that dude. Seen that dude many times here at the shop. I think that that's required for some Arma shit and stuff like, isn't it? Like they, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So just keep in mind. But this isn't what we're talking about, my friends. <laughs> 
Chris Brewer, Chris Brewer is specifically talking about master links that involve screw on. Okay. Screw on master links. Now, why is that, you know, why, why is that so fucking weird? Why is that so different? It's actually not. And it's pretty fucking brilliant. If you have not had a motorcycle that has screw on master links, you might not known about it. Uh, because a lot of motorcycles now are coming with them. They do work remarkably well. And here's why I say they work remarkably well. Because when a chain has gotten a couple of miles on it, when a chain is a little bit old, and you're trying to repair the chain, and you're trying to put on that outer plate, how many times have you had to request bringing the help of a needle nose vice grips to squeeze that son of a bitch on tight enough that you can get the plate, outer plate to go on deep enough so that you can put the rivets on? Right. Oh, O-ring, yeah. O-ring chains? Yep. Now, I've got a couple of motorcycles that have non-O-ring chains, but the vast majority of them have O-ring chains or X-ring chains. Okay. What the screw type does is it gets rid of the need for the vice grips. The vice grips are now a thing of the past. You put the plate on, on these really nice long metal shafts that are threaded. And then you take the nuts and you put the nuts on and you tighten the nuts down. And when the nuts are tightening down onto the screw type master links, then what happens is they break off. They get to the correct tension and they break and they fail. It's what? like mega logs on our piping. Exactly. Because then it gives you the exact right torque. It gives you the, the exact right squish. In my opinion, it gives you the exact right squish every time. Whereas I can tell you that I myself have fucked up and not done a good crush on a rivet style chain. I have put a chain on and had that same chain come off or better yet, tack, tack, tack. What the fuck's that noise? And then I look down and I see my side plates gone. And my chain is just holding on with the strength of the back plate. And I'm like, oh, I just put that chain on two, three days ago. I fucked up. I didn't squish it enough. Or my chain tool was, I was using my secondary, my tertiary chain tool and doesn't have the good dimples on it. Or it was made in China and it doesn't have nice hardened steel on the, the deformers for the rivet. So the only thing that deforms is the tool. Yeah, exactly. Right. You buy a cheap chain tool. The one at Harbor Freight. I can tell you those Harbor Freight ones. Well, that's a chain tool, chain tool breaker. That's the chain tool breaker, exactly. Yeah, right. I've had I've had customers bike come in, and I can tell you that they use the Harbor Freight chain tool because it does not mushroom out no. the rivets at all. It just does a bad motion job. Motion Pro, baby, gotta have the motion. Honestly, pro. spend a couple of bucks, right? Yeah. But for seventeen bucks, you so now let's make an attachment for the air hammer <laughs> that goes on. Yeah. you tighten it up, yeah. it lines everything up, and then you you, you just. Yeah. Needle scaler. Yeah. Dude, you can do that with the hey. needle scaler, man. And, <laughs> and I am the guy who is, you look at my, if you look at my race bike, tack, tack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's an O-ring chain. I'm taking my chances. Yeah, right. I'm going to put 1,200 degrees on it for just one nanosecond, yeah. you know? So that one link doesn't have O-rings. It just has like our rings. <laughs> it's got just a mushy. It's mushy. But the point being, yeah. It's got Q so, rings as in barbecue. <laughs> screw chain. Yeah. Screw chain master links. I love them. I think it's a great piece of technology that's come along in the past 10 years. I love them. And I love how it takes a job that used to have like 
a third hand tool and an extra set of ice grips and having your somebody come out and you know help you out with it and now you can just put these things on grab the m7 socket and just go at it you know and they're done um or m6 never had problems with the clips in fact i prided myself on the last hundred that i did that i could put the clip on with one try of course not allowed to have to not allowed to try it again yeah must go one time and i'm and i'm cool with that on non o-ring chain but a brand new o-ring chain it is very hard to get that clip lined up and to get it in the groove you want to know a secret yeah you can use uh, um vice grip that's the that's the secret I've been talking about. The third well, hand tool. He's already to said it. Yeah. Are you even I, listening to the podcast? I didn't get the fact that a third hand tool was a fucking vice grip. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know about what he said. The vice grip. You didn't hear him say the vice grip. I didn't hear Steve, him say vice I got a very special set of vice grips hey. just for that job. Nice. And hey. I got a pair of vice grips hey. that was built for that job. But you, you know what they do? My head. They hey, smoke, take smoke some more. <laughs> no, smoking weed doesn't make you dumb. It does. No, it doesn't. But what it does is it actually does the vice grips though. It it takes all the anodizing off your chain, right. and now we know you're going to find the rusty link real fast. Right. Mm. How can I find the master link? It's the rusty one. Right. Trust me. So I do love it. And Chris Brewer, yeah, rock on, Good dude. Question. You get weird with yourself, and you go ahead and use those screw link master <laughs> links. You you rock that out. And if you want to use clips, you can use clips too. Race organizations I race with do allow you to get on the track with uh, master links or clip master links, you're good to go. I have no problem with that. I love it. Uh, so that is badass. Uh, strange. Uh, not that strange. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I, like, I like the other one. So Mark Screptock. I love them. A little I love roast the beef and uh, some I've, horseradish. Nothing and... wrong with that at all. <laughs> all right, Mark. I need like my, that's like a, Pack of that's the last thing you see before the camel kicks you in the face. Right. All right, so <laughs> I'm, I'm reading some lips right now. Right, so he says, the, he says, I would like Renee to fill my box. I've been a Patreon for eight days, months. I don't even understand that. Call and I'll give you my address. And he gives us her phone number. So we're going to get right on that. Renee's going to make sure she stuffs her box and sends it off to you. Uh, he says, P.S. The Hawaii episode was interesting to say the least. Right. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. And everybody must give their consent uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so another one of our podcast listeners says, this is our, our friend Chad Stephen Butler, because he's got three names. Unky Phil, this, I understand, is where I'm supposed to send my complaints about the podcast oh. that you encouraged, Motorcycles and Misfits. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well done. You got it. It's not exactly a complaint, though. And you can file it however you choose. It's all going in the round file. <laughs> I first heard Motorcycles and Misfits while searching for something to occupy my brain whilst at work. Admittedly, in order to love that podcast, I already had to be a loser. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then I backed up and listened to their entire catalog of episodes. Oh, no. Sorry. Which, I guess, elevated me to the ultimate loser. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Now that I'm pining for more episodes than they can possibly produce, I recognize that I've again ascended and am now suffering as the supreme ultimate loser. <laughs> so now I dive back into the catalog of Cleveland Moto oh, no. to see how much further I can sink. Thanks for the push. Go to 151 and you'll sink pretty low. Yeah, pretty low. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, 402 is right up there. I think yeah. we're I got to say, you know what? <laughs> yes, there's We should make a depraved playlist. 
Oof. The, oh, the, be, the best the, of the worst. Yeah, the best of the worst. Of the worst. Yeah, the worst. The worst. 151 make, was could definitely that be, the... <laughs> could that be a top 10 list? Oh, no. no fuck you. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, just a playlist. Just a playlist. Just a playlist. Yeah. Just no numbers. No nothing. Oh, so you mean that it'd be easier for people that want to torpedo us or cancel us to do it all in one shot? Yeah. yeah. So basically, what you're saying is you'd like to see us get canceled. I'd like to give them okay, all the enough. firepower. There you go. Good job. You're right. You're right. right. Why should trouble. we make it any easier yeah, for the trolls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to, if you want to fuck with me, suffer through the you got to do your homework. You do- <laughs> yeah. I want you sitting there with a little notepad and being like in episode 306 at minute mark 1140. I worry about that whenever I was a police officer. Yeah. I'm like, man, I don't know some of the things and everything. Yeah. And then I'm like, <laughs> they'd have to sit there for hours <laughs> and hours and hours. I'm like, I'm, I I want to know every. I make it. I'm like, so did you listen to every single podcast? <laughs> like, I sat through every disgusting minute of this film twice. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> and. That's, I mean, that's the kind of thing. It's like, no, I don't want to make it easy for somebody yeah, to right, throw me right, under a right. bus. I was seeing that the wrong like, way. Nobody's yeah. listening to this podcast. <laughs> nobody's going to go back and listen to all of them just to jack me up. Every <laughs> single week, Buzzsprout sends out a notice that tells me how many downloads we got last week. Mm-hmm. That number ranges. It's fucking weird. But that number ranges between 3,000 and 7,000. How fucking broken are our listeners that some weekends or some weeks, 3,000 people make it to the podcast and other weeks, 7,000 people make it to the podcast. Now, have you looked and seen if there's something that correlates to those weeks? Like, is it like a non-sports weekend? I don't. Jesus oh, fucking that's, Christ! That's, I do that's not do that. Effort. No way. Well, no, I'm uh-uh. just saying because, like, you know, and uh, you know, turns out uh, the, the day the plane ran into the rained, World Trade Center, we had a whole lot of listens. Uh, no, I don't really want to know. Well, no, but like, so like, I I, I yeah. schedule my whole fall around yeah. whenever the Browns play because when they're playing, I go shopping. Oh, so there, there's nobody there. All right, yeah, so I just see, call I'm that saying, a happy accident. Right, but yeah. I'm saying what we could do is we yeah. could plan some like seriously devilish fucking podcast if we know there's going to be a whole shit ton of people. Listening. Did you come up with a date yet for Steve Palooza? Uh, no, next spring. Next oh, cool. Um, I might get the water stuff done though. So if that gets done, then yes. Okay. I'm going to mitigate all the water. That's a that's a great idea. Okay. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, <laughs> fucking love that shit. Yeah. So anyway, uh, on and on we go. But. That's that's the name of the game. Yes, the podcast is fucking weird. All right, it's very strange. <laughs> it's know. very weird. So Buzzsprout, um, I gotta I gotta tell people, Buzzsprout has this dopey advertising campaign going on, and it's not for boner pills, and it's not for uh, clamscape. It's Buzzsprout, which hosts us, just promoting other podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's curious. So they they put this thing up and there's I don't think that's there's, what iHeartRadio's been doing. Well, yeah, I don't. They, they promote other podcasts. So I don't think there's any money behind it. I hope not. Mm. You know, I hope they're not charging me every time Dick in a Box podcast decides to put a link to Cleveland Moto on. Mm. But what it did was this time when I dropped, it said, "Would you be interested in putting a, a link or a, a fifteen second thing?" In your podcast, promoting somebody else's podcast. Mm. And you know what? I think that's actually mm. that's share the fair. love a little bit. That's fair. Yeah, well, I, I mean, when you're doing websites, if you can link to other websites, yeah. you get more, everybody sure. gets more experience. Everyone gets more experience. So, but what it, it gave me the option of three. And it oh. actually said, like, 
what's your listener base? And so I, you know, males, <laughs> males a hundred and up. And then it says like, you know, like profane, Christian, right, right, whatever. And I was like, yeah. So I listed up the things and it, give, it gave me three options. Oh, and so for the podcast that's going to drop, or yeah, for the podcast that's going to drop, I chose um, so-and-so and so-and-so's uh, anime review, uh, <laughs> you know, manga review. Because I listened to it and I thought it was I I listened to just the the sizzle just the fifteen seconds and it was hilarious, but my other option was this adult male pair of dudes talking about how you can get more Christ in your life, and they had even had an acronym about like the the Chris podcast and it was Christian you know whatever, and I was like and you guys I had to make a decision. Did I want to have suggestion even come up for? Did I want to have fifteen seconds of like hilarious anime? You may not think the Pokemon's the best thing in the world, and I'm like, oh, that's in. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to these guys being hyper serious, and sometimes we make jokes too. Oh boy. (laughs) On a on a really like, oh, this is hilarious. More funny than the anime one. But I didn't want to put it in the podcast because we have a lot of people who listen to our podcast that may not get the, the super joke about that. Right. right? Hey, Phil. Yeah. How come Jesus could never take a bath? Because he could only walk on water, huh? What? Uh. So anyway, so I'm going to try this little thing. Where that, but I am going to hand curate. Ah. I'm going to pick the advertisements mm. that end up in our oh, podcast, cool. you have to make them. They, they should be good. Well, so every time it gives me an option of three, yeah, I promise our listeners that I will pick <laughs> the appropriate, the weirdest, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So then, whatever. And I might. I was thinking maybe I would let you guys know, like, let you in on the joke and be like, oh, well, this week's three options were yeah. dot and dot and dot, and then we'll see which one I picked. Maybe we can reference them throughout. Not like, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right anybody got anything else no all right that's no. fucking it man no uh, no no that was episode 404 of the no. cleveland moto podcast oh and i recommend that you do what we always do you ride fast and take chances play us out here john press the red button steve